0: My friend.
1: Afraid,
2: are you? <laughs> this station is being brought to you via Nolsoft Shoutcast streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast, shoutcast.com.
3: Star Wars Fanworks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio on the Internet. It's your home for Star Wars Fan Audio Genre News, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars Fan Audio community, and the only Fan Audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound.
4: Hi everybody, this is Josh from TheForce.net. When you get online, be sure to stop by the number one fan site for Star Wars for your daily dose. Our Star Wars news is updated literally a dozen times a day. We cover everything from the upcoming Episode 3 to the latest video games and collecting news. If it's connected to Star Wars, you'll find it on TFN. Post your thoughts about Star Wars, react to the latest news in the Jedi Council forums. Over 10,000 posts a day. Stop by our side of the internet, theforce.net, your daily dose of Star Wars.
0: Hi, this is Dennis Bezuera, the producer of Star
4: Wars. You are listening to Star Wars Indirect.
5: Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come to staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Star Wars Undirected is brought to you by SimpleMen. With SimpleNet, obtain a low cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple net.ca.
6: Transmissions. A communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come. The pulling us in.
2: You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition.
7: Welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom everyone I'm accompanied here by my friend uh, Lunatic Kitfisto. Fisto Hello. Hello And this is Real is talking to you And today we've got a fully packed show Because it's going to be hell <laughs> because we're back <laughs> That's, right. That's right, people uh, Today we're going to talk mainly about the Clone Wars Season 2 And then our secondary subject will be an interview with the art director of Cart- Cartoon Network himself, Paul Rudish He contributed to the Clone Wars, micro-series And he also did Dexter's Laboratory and Samurai Jack Yes. So, right now we're going to go to my friend, Kid Fisto
8: Who's on the webcam today? Who's on yes, the webcam on the today? You can see and stare at me. It's 15 minutes of fame. My 15. I think three hours of. Fame. Three hours, <laughs> <please>. <laughs> So So, yeah, but it's it's webcam hours,
1: so it's really 15
8: minutes. Yeah. <laughs> if
1: you put them all together in a frame per second, yeah. yes, it would be. <laughs> That's it. It's a 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. go
7: ahead and tell us how how you can contact us.
1: Okay, you can reach us by MSN Messenger at by u- by adding the user. SWEN Direct at Hotmail.com, and you can re- reach us by email using the email address studio at SWEN Direct.com. Um, there's a webcam that we were just talking about, and the link is on the main site. There's also a chat, which you can, link, you, which you can reach by going to the main site, which is www.swendirect.com. Yes. That's good. here you go. <laughs> And uh, of
7: course, we also got our usual segments: hyperspace, the Star Wars miscellaneous news, the community update, and we're gonna do all these segments like at the beginning of the show. Because people, if you wanna have the interview with Paul Ruddish, you're gonna have to wait till the end of this show. Yes. That's right. It's a special show today. <laughs> and um, basically, right now we're gonna review some movies. We're gonna review uh, maybe
8: mention the spoiler thing.
7: Yes. One thing very important Today we're talking about Clone Wars We're t- talking about the second season of Clone Wars And we will be talking about people About characters and personas In the that 20th we- that episode That
1: appeared in the episodes
7: Yes So there is some spoiler information That will well, be it's released It's not spoiler anymore
8: But, it's but if, if you're totally unspoiled? unspoiled
1: Then you, why are you watching Clone Wars?
8: You're not That's you're fine. not. Okay But you might so. listen to the show
7: we're telling you, it, it's a better idea. You don't listen to this show <laughs> if you don't want to be to be spoiler in any way. So right now, a couple of movie reviews. I saw Men on Fire this week. this about
8: one is the uh, with the Rock.
1: No, yeah, no, 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 with uh, Denzel Washington and Chris Walking.
7: Yes, it's a very good movie. Basically, it's about the kidnappings in Mexico. It's based on a true story. I didn't knew that when I walked in the theater, and you don't really know it, like unless you heard me say it, or <laughs> or you've been to the theater. I didn't know, and you see, you, you see it. You you only realize this at the end of the movie. So it's a really really good movie all the way through. Uh, it to me, it's really a movie about the honor of a man, and a man has to keep his word. Okay And that's basically what the guy does All throughout the movie And you know Who cares if a couple of people Dies on the way <laughs>
1: The guy keeps They're all working. bad guys anyway That's <laughs> it
7: So No it's a really good movie I uh, I highly consider uh, Recommend it But You know It's not a movie for Ten years old There is some blood There is some Gun firing and stuff like violence? that Violence? There's a lot of violence Is there any sex? There's No there's no sex uh, It's not worth it So <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you if you if you want if you want to watch a really good movie that's you know just like for relaxing well sort of <laughs> not thinking no not even not thinking because you gotta think a little bit for the movie oh, so right. I don't know if I can go see it, this movie it, it's a good smart movie if you wanna if you wanna watch a good smart movie go watch this movie okay and
1: then I saw Kill Bill yeah volume, volume two, two twice.
8: Because Well you didn't understand in the No first no, time. no no <laughs> I went
1: Friday And then Seb called When I get home In the middle At early At midnight After work He's like Brian Brian You have to come out tomorrow We're gonna go see We're gonna go see Kill Bill at noon And I'm like Uh no okay So I get out of bed And I get up And I go And I'm getting I just give my ticket in And I get a And I get a I call Seb To know where he is And he says Well we're not going anymore <laughs> Anyway, There's I ended up of, like, seeing it twice. I have s- seen it twice, and um, you find out a lot more of why kill why um the bride wants to kill Bill Bill, and you find out her name. Yeah. Um, you can actually find that find out that in the first movie. Oh. Yeah, if you look on the plane ticket. I checked. You zoom in on when she... Uh, when she gives you a zoom, you zoom When in? you zoom in, you can see... Her how, how can you zoom in, in? On no, a DVD. That's what oh, DVDs are DVD. for. Okay. <laughs> okay,
8: okay, on a DVD. Always wondering, in the cinema? Well, or also, can you, zoom can read in? It,
1: you can read her lips. Okay. It's not a big spoiler. They reference it throughout the movie. In, in volume one, they just don't say it. That's it. Anyway, it's very good. Um... I recommend everyone to go see it if you like volume 1. It's it's a different style. It's two different styles. Apparently is going back to the
7: old the good old Quentin Tarantino that we saw in Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs, not as bloody. But blood like bloody. But this It's not
1: piss-poor. So it doesn't piss out of everything.
7: That's it, but it's it's the smart Quentin Tarantino, you know. The Quentin, the Quentin Tarantino that reads the Bible before killing someone.
1: Maybe. Maybe. It, it's hard it's I liked it, but if you're expecting um, the Total budget, like, like like the duel at the Blue Leaves Club, this no. isn't. That's not the movie. Okay. There's there's fight sh- between L L and, L and, and uh, the Bride. Yeah. I won't say her name. Um, <laughs> it's
8: it's a cool ending. Yeah, gross, but it's but it's, cool. it's
1: cool. I won't say it. <laughs> it's it's and, cool uh, but gross. Yep. Yeah. And then she gets to Bill. And then it's kind of anticlimactic, yeah. the battle between Bill and the bride. But I, I liked it. One of my friends hated it. He said, oh, I can't believe it. I've read the original script and it wasn't supposed to be like that. I was waiting for this big thing. Uh, nah, nah, nah. But I liked it. I thought it was very um, symbolic.
8: Yeah, I liked the part when she trains... The With the... With
1: Pai Mei? Yeah. That was great.
8: <laughs> He's so funny. Yeah, it was a lot like... Uh, <coughs> this part was the part in the movie that w- that resembled the most. Yeah, the, the first part movie. One. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all... It's all in China. Like, comic style or... Yep. So.
7: And so that's it for the movie reviews. Now we're going to go to our first musical break. We're going to be listening to... Henneken's Lament parody song from Etorian. who is in the chat who is in the I chat think, with us yeah. right now well he was he was earlier he was earlier and uh, we'll be listening to a Tatooine TV episode Tatooine TV number 16 a new episode Commander listen very carefully and uh, we'll be right back to Star Wars on Direct after that <laughs> with the people in the chat
5: One of them and not just the men but the women and the children too. They're like animals, and I slaughtered them like animals.
2: Look, how many times do I have to tell you? That goes there, and that goes there. Yes, sir. Admiral Stone! Yes, sir. As you were. Admiral, a very important assignment has come up, and I believe that you are the man for the job. Are you married? I was, sir, but no longer. Excellent. This assignment will be very dangerous. You will use every skill that you gained here and learn more as you enter this assignment. Your survival skills will be a necessity, and your cunning as a warrior will be called into play. Your mental will and determination will be stretched as far as you think they can go, and then they will be stretched farther. You may die, but we will know that you did your very best. And you will be remembered with honor. What is the assignment, Commander? Oh, well, it's a fact-finding mission. Your your target is someone within our ranks whom we've heard is turning people away from the dark side. This person must be stopped. Commander, may I ask who my target is? Your target is Commander Pilates. (gasps) Commander Pilates? Sir, I have only heard horrific things about her. No male officer has made it out of her Star Destroyer alive. Or at least with all of his testosterone intact. Please, please, anything else. I do not wish to be insubordinate. But may I beg for any other assignment? I'll wrestle 20 Hertz of Gundarks. Trim Rancor toenails. Teach Jar Jar proper English. please. The decision has been made. You are to leave immediately. May the force be with you. You're going to need
4: it, old boy. Tatooine TV, episode 16, was a Jeffroni Designs production. Next time on Tatooine TV, Commander Pilates, part two. Here's a sneak peek. Commander Pilates' ship is now on visual, Commander. Good. Good. What is the
2: ship's name, officer?
4: It is the Star Destroyer Exfoliator. She is painted in pink, very rare in the Empire. I
2: haven't met her, and
4: yet, even now, she sends a shiver down my spine. Be strong, sir. Before the end, they only get better. See you next time on Tatooine TV. For full credit information, please visit jrdonline.com.
0: It's only minutes.
4: This is Jeff Roney, creator of Tatooine TV, and you, yes you, are listening to Star Wars on Direct.
7: And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And uh, right now I'm, in, I'm with my friend Kit Festa who's going to say hi to everyone in the chat with us tonight.
1: Hello, Dirge, Ender, Gogira. Jens Walker, Jeff Rooney, Left Elbow, uh, Mrs. Duran. Master Duran. Master. What? It's Master. Master? Master. Okay. I'm sorry. Raven, Saptarian, Estuid. Swede. Swede. Whoa, that's weird. Nathan, and Tiger Claw.
8: Well, you know, it's like the country, Sweden. Oh. That's... You forgot Star Wars fandom. You got Star Wars fandom and Star Wars fan
1: works. Star Wars fandom? Oh. Well,
7: we got someone new
8: that is that my Just came came
7: in my list yet. And so right now we're going to go on And William uh, With the And William With the hyperspace segment In a few seconds uh. Oh
2: crap Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mom. Alright stand by
7: So to tell you, the segment today will be about 10 minutes long, and uh, we're gonna ask you to please not discuss any spoilers in the chat room on the website swendirect.com. You can of course discuss any uh, spoilers you'd like to in uh, the web forums made for that. You can do so as well in my room one of the Star Wars on Direct um, chat. I'm gonna take a few seconds and tell you that you can also. Uh, drop questions for later on for Paul Rudish In my room too If you have any questions for the art director of Clone Wars Drop them in my room too And uh, right now We're going to start the hyperspace segment Okay MTV talked with Samuel L. Jackson A couple of days ago And uh, he was actually on the set of his uh, New movie Coach Carter So he says that George Lucas Honored my wish for episode 3 I got a totally satisfying death the, um, you know, it's, it's satisfying. You know, it's, it's, I feel compelled in <laughs> it. Uh, Jackson also said that he's not the only one to die in that scene. Um, a man with my ability, I must bring someone down with me. Ooh. So, can't wait to see who that's going to be. Who's it going to be? The um, official website also uh, gave us mm-hmm. the uh, date of release of Episode 3, which will be coming out in, in North America on Thursday, May 19th. 2005. A thurs-
8: Yay! As usual. It, it, it's no, it's, it's uh, the Wednesday, Wednesday at
7: midnight. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's 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 like legally yeah. a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Zero zero one. That's it. The uh, official site also did a nice little uh, update of his database, adding General Grievous to it. You can see the Grievous, uh, th- the um, the folder containing all the files of General Grievous that by make going to StarWars.com. Doesn't that make him unspoiler? Yeah, that that doesn't make him spoiler anymore, but, you know, some people will not even go to the official website.
1: <coughs> then what are they doing listening to a Star Wars web, web radio show?
7: I don't know. Okay. Having fun listening to Tatooine TV? Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> Tatooine TV has
7: spoilers. No, it doesn't. It has Cab Commander's Pilates. <laughs> <laughs>
1: On the Starship Destroyer...
7: Thanks for you. we also had a couple of uh, before the helmet picture ever since uh, the last show. We had one in- entitled Sleepless, "Sleepless Night" with Padme and uh, Anakin. You can uh, picture it's a scene that's going to look like the uh, scene at the be- at the on the morning uh, before they go to Tatooine in Episode Two. And uh, you also had one of uh, Beru. If I'm not mistaken, and you had one of um, our dear friend Goldenrod, Golden the Face was the was the title of that uh, particular picture with C3PO Anthony Daniels. Star Wars Union, a uh, uh, German website, actually put up the first promotional picture of Darth Vader, which was shown at JediCon in Tarsalorf last a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Steve Sansweet presented. a Couple of images from the saga, and the, images, the image of Vader was the last one he presented to everyone. And someone snapshot of it, and we saw it. Of course, it's really hard to uh, judge the intensity of a space battle just by talking about it <laughs> and just by reading it into a script, but if you, you know, base your thing on ba- space battles of the past, the one in Return of the Jedi will be kind of tough to, to beat. Well, if you want, basically all you have to think about is the, the battle in Pearl Harbor, but put through in space. So I'm thinking something like Starship or space battles, you know, mm-hmm. with more ships
8: and more... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the impersonation of the next <laughs> wing. <way. laughs> Thank you, Sam.
8: I you don't need me anymore for the sound effect. That's right. <laughs> 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 of course, um it's not the
7: uh the first time that uh, the Second World War has been the the inspiration for George Lucas. It also was the inspiration in the old trilogy, the good old trilogy. What happened to that? You'll hear about it later on in the show. Of course, the ILM is now with a, with a total number of visual effects still up at 2,000. The number of final of visual effects that have been finalized are up to 117. They have ILM has 1,263 visual effects in their hands. They need to do 35 a week for the next 50 weeks in order to complete their 1,883 ones that they have to do for the movie. And... Um, The term date For these visual effects Is April 1st, 2005 And no It is not an April Fool Ain't I a funny guy (laughs) (laughs) Of course Episode 3 will have a record uh, Number of new planets For Star Wars fans As well as characters, species, technologies That are actually residing On those planets Um, And All of that had to be created, of course. And that's what we're going to be shown in the Star Wars Insider number 76. Which is basically an ode to the artistic department of Episode 3. So, Jack and stuff like that. It's going to be really cool. It's Uh, cool. We're going to see also the the work of Ralph McQuarrie, the original artist for uh, Star Wars, A New Hope. And uh, if you like folding paper... Well, you're going to be able to do some origami with the pages you don't use of your Star Wars insiders. <laughs> you know, like the cloudcity.com thingy in the beginning there. <laughs> all the pubs and all the publicity okay. and stuff like that. You just, like, rip it off and do origami with it. <laughs> but good luck with the TIE Fighter, because I've tried doing them and they're rough. <laughs> <laughs> the insider will also be containing a new short story by uh, Timothy Zan, which will be in two parts. And the first part is entitled. Uh, Garden of the People. Changing Season Guardian of the People is basically the story of Obi Wan going on a very dangerous mission in hostile territories without any help. When are they not dangerous? <laughs> I was gonna say when he's accompanied by Anakin, but that's not true. Uh,. <laughs> I basically guess poor guy doesn't get a break. <laughs> <laughs> so Star Wars Insider number 76 will be available to the mem- to the members of the fan club on April 27th and will be available in the store on May 18th. Uh, hey, that's like really close to the anniversary of Star Wars episode 2 and 1. I just realized that <laughs> we're gonna celebrate like the anniversary of Star Wars by going and buying our Star Wars insiders. If you're not a member, and therefore you miss the Banta tracks, and the fact that in Banta track number 75 there was a nice little uh, oh, a nice little uh, reference to our friend Frank Diorio, we had mm, on the show yeah. a couple of, uh, of weeks ago, a weeks months well months ago now <laughs>
0: yeah,
7: and was uh, Thanksgiving. There's also another reference to the Legends Action Figure Store here in
8: Montreal. Yeah. So if you want to see a nice little museum, come by and you'll you'll do so. Yeah, they're planning to uh, to find a replacement for the the Emperor's Arrival. Uh oh, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably building something that big for Again. the, the Genosha Arena or something like that. Maybe, who knows. Now, more details
7: of, from Pablo Hidalgo concerning Episode 3. Uh, General Grievous will be perfectly integrated in Episode 3. Israel is very important for, well, to com- in order to complete a part of the story. However, don't forget that there's not only uh, the, the, the fact that Anakin is falling to the dark side in Episode 3. If you remember, the end of Return of the Jedi, the movie was not only axed on the relation between Vader and Luke... So, who knows? The dialogue about the dialogue of the Wookiee will not be subtitled. Therefore, if you want to understand Shirok, <laughs> you gotta get you gotta pick up the Ben Bird book and uh, try to practice at the
8: school and stuff like that. So, a travel guide. Yeah, I think, we, I, think we oughta- <laughs> I think I think we I think I think
7: we ought to do a show in Shirok before yeah. the, uh, episode three comes out, just to practice everyone. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here we go. Did, did anyone understand what I just said? I guess not. That's better that we won't have to censor it
7: this way. The um, the the, the, extra, the extra. Damn it! The extra uh, shooting for episode three will be, uh, that was scheduled for May uh, will probably be only one day. The other scene will be filmed in August. Um, there is no explanation on the, the changing changing of color of C three PO. But when you come to think about it, you know if pertaining his role in episode three, which is basically uh serving cl- serving drinks and stuff like that for uh Pan
8: he's gotta be nice. Mm. Not all rusty. With the Tyri and all. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Tiara. <laughs> Tiara oh,
7: sorry. There will be no uh Sid Book Alacron or uh, parchment or artifact in episode three. Uh Sid that is. Maybe Jedi Who knows uh, Pablo doesn't believe That the numer- The uh, digital version Of Grievous Has been headed To the scene Thus far There are some Joe Nosian Other than Puggle the Lesser In episode 3 The Grievous version That we saw In the animated version Clone Wars Is a tad bigger Than
8: the one We are going to
7: see On the big screen
8: Would have liked To see uh, You know 7-8 feet tall Grievous
7: Yeah I don't think That's going to happen Maybe it's a good thing. That'd be so cool. The, uh, extra pr- the extraterrestrial part of Grievous uh, does come from a new species, and it's going to be uh, actually revealed to us, probably by Obi-Wan when he's fighting him or something like that. Uh, there will be no characters uh, that have been created by Timothy Zan who are going to be appearing in the movie. No. no one is attempting to actually kill Palpatine or assassinate Palpatine uh, in the theater scene. So... No, It's nope. the start of the movie? That's it. Palpatine's not gonna go down as Lincoln. And uh, the new weapon used by the General Grievous henchmen wi- is indeed able to resist a lightsaber. However, it doesn't have a name yet. Grievous has two guns and some lightsabers.
8: And that's it for the Clone Wars, for, for the hyperspace segment. That's cool. We didn't mention spoiler on or off, but everybody seems to be listening to the spoilers, so...
0: I
7: think it's okay, then.
8: Okay. Now, time for... Now we're going to go to our
7: friend, the Kit Fisto.
1: (laughs) Master Fisto, trust your insight, we do. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Next News.
8: Everything... Star the Wars. Miscellaneous news. Everything Star Wars. Everything Star Wars that three. doesn't
1: fit in anywhere else. <laughs> okay. First, I'm going to start off by saying that the Celebration 3 logo was unveiled. It's a really cool logo with Vader and flames underneath it. So you can check that out on uh, the official site.
8: And probably will it be able to buy it yep. at C3. Oh, yes. A Patch, pins, t-shirts,
7: stickers, uh, caps, <laughs> <Everything>. <laughs> whatever merchandising they can come up with.
1: Um, they're announcing it's going to be April 21st to the 24th in Indiana. And um, it'll include stars from all six Star Wars films, sneak previews into the future of Star Wars, uh, merchandise, Obviously. who knew it, of Celebration 3, improved fan benefits, yeah, for members all ex- over the world. Mm. <laughs> an e- and and e- well, <laughs> that's kind of dumb. An exclusive yeah. action figure. Yeah. <laughs> kind <laughs> of. And they
8: will probably do the same thing uh, they will be doing at Comic Con. I think uh, you will be mentioning it later.
0: Yep. Um, you know
8: what's funny? Right now it's an elusive figure,
7: and later on it's going to become an exclusive figure. <laughs>
1: Ain't har- I funny? Har har. <laughs> okay. Um The Spacey Awards on Space Imagination Station uh, in, on the airs in Canada has uh, awarded the best v- um, viewer's choice video game to Knights of the Elder Republic like, like they don't need another award. <laughs> <laughs> They've won over a hundred awards now for this one title. Man. Okay. Um Still in the same vein of Knights of the Old Republic. um, We've got the Knights of the Old Republic 2. So, um, there's some new details um, that just came in from the, uh, what is it, the Electronic Gaming Monthly magazine. The title is Sith Lords, Totally Revamped Graphics Engine, Enhanced Item Upgrade System, you're the last known Jedi from the Jedi Order. You can influence party members, light or dark alignment. Swoop Racing, Pazak, and the shooter minigames are back. Get the magazines for the screenshots and more. So, that seems interesting. Now into collecting. They are re-releasing the Unleashed Luke Insidious on new cards. They were originally released in 2003, but because they're so popular, they're reissuing them with cooler packaging, basically. Give me more money. (laughs) Um, Now on to the Comic-Con Sand Trooper. So there will be an exclusive figure at San Diego's Comic-Con International. Um, It's available from Hasbro. It's the classic Sand Trooper from A New Hope, done with silvery finish like the Boba Fett. Clone trooper, R2D2, Darth Vader, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Uh, isn't there a snow trooper
8: And uh, maybe a clone trooper. Yeah, there's a clone trooper. Yeah.
1: Um, uh,
8: they they uh, they will be uh, punching the uh, the entry pass uh, for people who buy a Saint trooper Not so. Not there's one no, per so entry. It, it's two. Max. Two per, two per yeah, entry And they will punch The entry uh, pass That's good So Seb wasn't happy about that You know Punching Yeah Just buy a bunch of passes uh, But I, I'm
7: sorry If I ever go to Comic Con This week, this year If I make it there And they punch my pass I'm gonna punch them back In the face <laughs> 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 Nobody touches my pass
1: What? Don't do that
7: Okay they're gonna kick me out
1: yes Yes. <laughs> but still my pass my pass will be untouched <laughs> find another pass yeah okay the next round of Target Collector Cups um, will be released will be part of the Empire Strikes Back with the low snow, with Luke Snowspeeder um, it's a reissue from 1996 Power of the Force Collection and um, it's 9.99. 99 so that's it <laughs> they're going to be reissued, more of the same. On to the books, there's going to be a Republic Commando novelization coming yes. this October, written by Karen Travis. It'll be in paperback, and it'll be uh, in conjunction with the release of the game. Um, it's gonna, the title. The subtitle is Hard Contact, so Republic Commando Hard Contact. Um, it'll be a new story opposed to just retelling the story, mm. the game. So cool. Um, also, more, they've um, posted some information on the official site. This fall, LucasArts will bring the explosive action of the Clone Commando missions to life in their upcoming title, Star Wars Public Commando. Del raid will also also spotlight these hard hitting soldiers in an original story, Star Wars Public Commando Hard Contact, a new paperback novel written by Karen Travis, on a mission to sabotage the nanovirus research facility on. Separatist-held Planet 4 clone troopers operate under the very noses of their enemy. The commandos are outnumbered um, and outgunned deep behind enemy lines with no backup. And working with strangers instead of trusted teammates, matters don't improve when Darman, the squad's demolition expert, gets separated from the others during the planetfall. Even Darman's apparent good luck in meeting Jedi Padawan Itainter (laughs) Merkmukin (laughs) <laughs>
8: okay You've got um, some problem there?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no I read it properly <laughs> Turkmukhan Turkmukhan thur- That's pretty ugly Ethan thur- thur- Turkmukhan Once Ethan admits To her woeful inexperience For the separate, separated Kong commandos And stranded Jedi A long dangerous journey Lies ahead Through the hostile territory Brimming with Trandoshan slavers Separatists And suspicious natives A single misstep Could mean Could mean discovery And death it's a vir- virtual suicide mission for everyone. Anyone, except the Republic Commandos. Okay, and then they released a the cover and synopsis for Jedi Healer. Um, another synopsis. While the, while the Clone Wars wreak havoc throughout the galaxy, the situation on the far world of Drungar is desperate as the Republic forces engage in a fierce fight with the Separatists. Despite all the enveloping armor and superior genetic pedigree, the soldiers of the Republic are still flesh and blood. In the steaming jungles of Jezerak, the doctors and nurses of a small med unit are devoted to patching together the elite troopers of the Republic. This eccentric lot of surgeons is overworked. Even the Jedi healing abilities of Paderon Barris Ophi are tested to the limits. The conflict and casualties continue to grow and an unthinkable option becomes the inevitable solution to this terrible problem bum, bum, bum. It's a nice
8: cover You see uh, Baris of it Holding a, a, a Wounded Clone trooper I suppose And she You, you see the uh, Force healing Power mm. on the cover
1: Cool <coughs> uh, New set of deception plot synopsis I'm not gonna read no. it. Nope <laughs> It's really long But I'm sure If you go to any Book site You'll find it it's really long It goes into great details so I don't want to spoil anymore. It's Obi-Wan It's Obi-Wan and Kid Fisto Going to destroy some robots Yeah I just gave you the whole synopsis Right there <laughs> But the robots
8: are special They're special Shh. Clone War 20
1: Yep <laughs> um, And there's a new patch coming out For Star Wars Galaxy Reconstructing the droid Sorry, Wookiee Mart's not here but we're waiting. Waiting for it to be released and he'll come on and do a segment. Um, And there's also... There's a new expansion called the Space Expansion coming out soon. Jump to Lightspeed. That will be available when? I don't know, but hopefully soon. Yeah. Um, And you can go on to Star Wars Galaxy uh, slash... No, it's dash com. if you want to read in French. <laughs> just go to the official uh, Star Wars Galaxies
8: you go there. Uh, website. Sonyonline.com. Yeah, or dot com. Slash Star Wars. Or, uh, galaxies. If you're smart, you it's can just re- Google it.
1: Yeah. And that's it for the miss news. There you go. I'm done talking. <laughs> All right. Now you're back to the mercies of Sebastian. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, cuz you were so motivated. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay, everyone, I did a good job Wake up now. At
8: least you didn't cough during your uh, segment.
7: Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> okay, now wake up everyone because it's time for your community update. Welcome back, fans and fanettes, to the community update of Star Wars on Direct. Fan and fan Fan (laughs) What the hell is that? I don't know, I just came up with that. (laughs) And it shows. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Pittsburgh's going to be hosting uh, Pittsburgh Comic-Con on April 30th, from April 30th to May 2nd. Pittsburgh Comic-Con. It's like the Comic-Con version of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You know, know, a smaller Comic-Con with less Star Wars guests. Like, not Steve Sansweet. <laughs> <laughs> Notstarwars.com. That's, no. That's it. But still, Rena Owen, uh, who played Tanwi. Orly Shoshine, who played Shakti, Ti. Burke, who, played who was the Amanaman puppeteer. Uh, Joe Carone, who's a Star Wars artist, are going to be there. And they will be in, uh, at the Pittsburgh Expo Mart in Monroeville, Pits- uh, Pennsylvania. The hours are from Friday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sunday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m.
1: So it's not really in Pittsburgh. It's right in the Pittsburgh area, general area.
7: Yeah, it's 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 in PGA Pittsburgh general area. Okay, admission is seventeen <laughs> bucks per <for> day. <laughs> Three day passes are are forty four forty five dollars, and under eight uh, under eight year old, it's uh, free with paid admission, basically accompanied by a parent. More info, you can go to triple dot com. And San Francisco, the same weekend, will be hosting WonderCon with none other than <laughs> Steve Sansweet. Yeah. Of course, oh, Steve Sansweet will be presenting one of his uh, wonderful presentations uh, about Episode 3. So be be aware to be like spoiled and everything, and see the first images of, of a very important character of the saga. Uh, location is the Moskin Center North at uh, 747 Howard Street in San Francisco, California. Hours are from Friday 12 p.m. to 7 p.m., Saturday 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., and Sunday 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Admission for is basically as follow: three day passes are $35, one day passes $15. Children under 12 enter free with paid adult passes. For more information, you can go to www.comic-con.org/pages with a capital med- with a capital P slash capital WCW. Well, wcwhatsnew.html. new.html well, basically, just go to www.comic-con.org and uh, check out the information all there. Star Wars guests are going to be appearing as well that weekend in the United Kingdom at Collector Mania 5 in Milton Keynes. Star Wars guests are Brian Blest, who played Boss Ness, Hami Helen, who played Hela Sekira, Ray Parker was Darth Maul. Well, these two should be interesting to see together. Peter May who played Chewbacca. Mission Buryag who played Ariseng. Daniel Logan who was the young Boba Fett. Rina Howen who played Tonwe, and Jake Lloyd who played Anakin Skywalker.
8: Pretty good, pretty good panel up there. It's a good lineup. <laughs> yeah,
7: <laughs> and they're basically gonna do like sign autographs, and hopefully, and it's free. Free. It's, it's, free. T- it's free. It's totally free. Are you serious? It is. It's going to be in Middleton Hall, the Center Denny MK Church. Midsummer Arcade. You
1: can't afford the plane ticket.
7: <laughs> the hours are from Friday 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., Sunday 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Monday 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Admission is free. For more information, you can go visit www.collectormania.com.
1: Ah, but the signing will probably cost you an arm and a leg. It's a no, uh, convention Probably
8: yeah, as it.
7: usual Yeah, you know, 25 bucks a pop Yeah <laughs> Which sounds like really weird when you say it that way United Kingdom will also have Odyssey 2004 in Taunton From May 8th to the 9th, 2004 With Star Wars guest Michael Sheard, Admiral Ozzel Richard Le Parmentier, Admiral Mati Garrick Hagen, Biggs Darklighter Hans Jensen was the co-illustrator, Dorling Kindersley Star Wars Incredible Cross Sections. Richard Chase Moore was the also co-illustrator, Dorling Kindersley Star Wars Incredible Cross Section. So they basically are. There's basically like the illustrator there. There's like one illustrator, like all co-illustrators. You just put them together, and that's like one illustrator. <laughs> For more events, you should see the websites as well as the hours of the convention. It's going to be in It's going to be at the Tacky Morris Arts Centers in Taunton, United Kingdom. The admission is 38 pounds for the weekend. The information you can find at triple well at dash
8: slash odyssey2004.
1: About 50 euros.
8: About 50 euros. It's good. Now you get Nathan uh, speaking about pedof- pedophile. Tell me the pedophile. You know, in in the, the Phantom Menace, she's. Oh come on, she's fourteen. He's nine. Yeah. It's not
7: the end of the
1: world. They're bad, bad pedophilia. I, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> They're not
7: doing anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we wish they were. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> rape, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's true
7: I know But still Let's go back to the community update <laughs> <laughs> From May 8th to nine, The same weekend uh, Tilburg Netherlands Will receive new StarCon With Star Wars guests Peter Mayhew Chewbacca Dave Proust Darth Vader Haney Hallen Elias Secura, Mishan Buryag Aura Singh And Femi Taylor Who played Ula She's a very Interesting guest I hope she's there with her son uh, Because she's He's what now He's like 2 years old 3 years old not
8: have a clue She, she was She was in she Quebec
7: City October 2001 he was, he was born in 2002 Because he was born He was at the celebration Okay So he's 3 years old now Yeah Ab- About to uh, become ma- 4 Maybe
8: early 2002 So he, yeah. he should be 2 years old About 3 years old Anyway the hours are yeah. from
7: Saturday 10am to 8pm From Sunday 10am to 5pm Admission for daily tickets is 20 euros per day 15 euros in advance And weekend tickets are 35 euros per day Or 25 euros in advance Okay Uh, For more information you can visit www.newstarcon.com And on the date of our next show Which is Which is May 16th Yes uh, Motor City And Uh where the hell is that? Motor City. that? That looks like Michigan, but they put the little Netherlands <laughs> flag out there.
1: So we're coming live. CFN. Yeah. Little oh, come uh, on. Then. Mistake.
7: Uh, in any case, Motor City will. Th- there will be a Motor City Comic Con with Daniel That's Logan. It's not very well. <laughs> Alyssa Burke, Man, Felix Sila Ewok in Return of the Jedi, and Orly Shoshan, who was uh, Shiak T. Uh, location is Novi Expo Center, Novi, Michigan, I guess. Hours are from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Admissions are adult $18 for one-day ticket and child $10. And for three-day passes, adult are $40 and child $20. For more information, you can visit www.motorcityconventions.com slash motor underscore city underscore comic underscore con. And that's it. On May 15th in Germany, in Hamburg, Germany, there will be a movie and comic event with Peter May, who has a Star Wars guest. Uh, It's from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday, and it's going to cost 5 euro for the daily pass, and I guess for the the full day pass, it's like 10 euros or something like that. It's already in German, so you can... If
1: you are under the age of 10 years old, admission is free.
7: Oh, thank you. Since when do you read German?
1: <laughs> I don't. I just am smart yeah, enough it's to like read the like kids. Kinder for K-
7: kinder under Kinder Yes, it's so that's kids under ten years old. It's yes, probably yeah. uh, derived yeah. from Latin.
1: Derived, the, actually, the Germanic and English are very close. Okay. Yeah.
7: Okay. So you can find for more information at www.hollywoodevent.de. Hollywood Indian. In the uh, UK, but that's Hollywood with a U, uh, we'll receive Star Wars guest Warwick Davis and the UK 501st Garrison at their convention from Sunday, May 16th, 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. And the admission is one or four pounds for early bird passes from entry for from 8 a.m. For more information, you can visit our website, www.kcstadium.com. News story uh interrogation uh, point ID equal to eighteen. You know, just like go to www.kcstadium.com <laughs>
8: and check out the Star Wars yeah. news How many convention England has in a year? Yeah. They have a lot. <laughs> yeah. How about too much? <laughs>
7: or maybe we don't have enough. That must yeah,
1: That's I think probably it's a later. Ca-
8: yeah. Can we get can we like get even and they ship some over to us? That would be cool. Just uh, having more than one a year Year. <laughs> Would be cool. Yeah, well, we have... Indeed. two now,
7: And we're going to give you a little early bird on the convention that's going to happen on May 22nd. Texas Superhero and Sci-Fi Collector's Exposition in Austin, Texas. Star Wars guest Jeremy Bullock will be partying over there. Location is the Red Lion Hotel in Austin, Texas. Hours are from Saturday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. The admission is not yet listed, <laughs> so you can go to www.texassuperhero.com to find out more information about this convention, and for those wondering, because we've received some further confirmation to the fact that SFX will indeed be back here in Montreal, most probably Yay. this November, and uh, uh, guests are to be
8: announced. There, there's one in Toronto in August and in July. In July. And the first ours week is uh, November, I
1: suppose. Still. Yep. Yeah, no, okay, so you, mean, you, you,
7: you mean SFX. Yeah, SFX is in, uh, is in August, in late August, in Toronto. And uh, HARS is in November. But you also have uh, T Trek coming up in July. Oh. In, uh. <laughs> in Toronto. And it's a very interesting convention. We will be discussing tons of Star Wars stuff, and we'll be there with the uh, Imperial Alliance, the new 501st Quebec recruitment. And, uh. We'll be having tons
8: of fun. The Quebec Garnison or something, yeah. The w- the, the, what? the Quebec Garnison? Yeah, yeah, the Quebec Garrison. 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 Okay. Garrison will be there. I'm just saying it in French, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least you don't, like, mess up
7: Garnison with topic, like, as in pizza topics. <laughs> 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 Which could be really bad. So that's basically it for this community update. And uh, right now we're going to go to... A musical break, and we'll be right yeah. back with the Clone Wars season two uh,
1: someday. Wait. We're buying Nickelback.
7: Yeah. yeah. If you have Question for, if you have Question for Paul Rudish, you can drop them in my room too. We'll be interviewing him later in the show, and uh, he's the art director of Clone Wars, the animated series. So feel free to do so. We need your questions. What do you want?
9: Why weren't we?
5: Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca.
6: Hi, this is Mike Gallo, the producer for Star Wars: Knights of the Republic for LucasArts. And this is Star Wars on Direct.
7: And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And of course I'm joined here today with my friend Lunatic and Kid Fisto Hello everybody To discuss the infamous Clone Wars Season 2 Yes, the micro-series has finally come to an end
1: Unfortunately uh, yeah.
7: I'm not sure if it's, if it's so unfortunate, you know Shut Oh, up. it was cool it, No, it was fun, but you know, three minutes is not enough They should like
1: I, wanted a, I want another season Give us more I wanted two more seasons
7: Two more seasons?
1: Yep One in um, October, and another one in uh In February.
7: Now the question is, what would you put in those um, in those seasons?
1: Okay, you know how much EU crap they have out there. Yeah. You know how you know how easy it would them for to push out another two seasons.
7: Oh
8: yeah. (laughs) But I I don't know if they would have the time to do it uh, now. No, but but they should have. Should have planned it earlier. Well, it was maybe a test. Uh, just to see how, uh, how it, it would tasked. be popular or not.
1: Yeah. So, Sebastian.
7: What did I think of the Clone Wars Season 2? I think it was really cool, actually. Um, a lot of people bashed, bashed, and will be bashing tonight. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <on> General Grievous. <laughs> but once you get to know him, you know, he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> you just get, you know, just don't rub him the wrong way, and he's going to be cool with you. <laughs> no, basically I think I think the fighting style Was really good And really well explo- ex- exploited? exploited Um If you take a look At the um, At the article In uh, The latest insider And we'll be talking With Paul Rudish uh, Later on He's talking about The capoeira Fighting style mm.
8: So the, the Brazilian thing yeah. yeah, the Brazilian
7: Dance type Dance Dance martial art Yes So this I just
8: think Grievous is it's too powerful
7: Well, you, you know, know. The, the you, you see like Mace it.
8: Windu is alone And he, he kicks ass everywhere Yeah, he's too powerful Yeah too. <laughs> But now They're they not all Jedi Master mm-hmm. On uh, I don't remember The Ipori uh, The name of the planet Ipori, maybe The Ipori, that's it And You know there are five or six And they have difficulty With Grievous You know Kiedimundi is pretty good, I suppose. You know um, what I mean, Nathan. Continue. Mm?
7: And um, basically, we can we're gonna do this like the simple, basic way. Chapter eleven. Finally, we go back to where we left it. Chapter ten left us on on the edge. And they really wanted us to really tune in for season two. Yes. So what the heck is gonna happen to Hanakin? Who the heck is the pilot of that ship? Even though we knew, we knew.
8: it was a Saj Vantress. We saw the ship go off on uh, the six or seven episode. Something like that. Just after uh, Doku send her off. That's it. So it's.
7: It's it's really in- an interesting uh, chapter. All in all, you all see really cool flying. There's
8: no music thanks to 3D. <laughs> There's no music in that episode.
7: Just no, the sound effect. Just the sound effect. <laughs> That's the crap. Th- th- these are like the crappy, the crappiest sound effects I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> They're cartoon sound effects. That's what they are.
7: Yeah, but even if you take a look at the uh, the latest release of the Star Wars Galaxy video, the X-wing when they shoot, they do the same crappy noise. So, so basically, you take a point, you put it, you put, you put it like on a sheet, you put it at the end of your arms, and that's my life going away <laughs> with that sound.
1: <laughs> okay,
8: back on subject. Back on subject. <laughs> it wasn't a bad episode. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but I enjoyed mostly the part uh, on the planet. You know, the flying into the city. Yeah. In the space, it was
1: yeah right, big moves, but it was cool when they got to the city. But it was kind of. I don't know It's boring For <laughs> first episode There wasn't much happening
7: uh, <laughs> But there was
8: the I have you now
7: Yes There was the I have you now
8: The reference to the That was you. funny I, ju- I just uh, want to check If I have it <laughs> the,
7: the, other, the other funny reference Was um, I have you now <laughs> The other funny reference Was Obi-Wan And uh, the Clone Trooper General You know He's like Yes General <laughs> that's it. It's like you see Obi wan looking at the, the at the uh, and um, Anakin's fighter that's w- that's going not out. One of ours? Like,
1: that's not one of ours. Yes, General.
7: Oh, that, that's Anakin. That's Anakin.
1: Yes, General.
8: <laughs> we missed one. <laughs> <laughs> there's three. Yeah, there's three of them. But I don't remember. We just uh, follow him. Yes, <laughs> General. That's it, or something like <laughs> that. Yeah. It was a cool episode. Not the best one, but you know, just pursue. And you know, the classic. The, uh, oh,
1: was nice. uh, I'm losing communication. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 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 like kind of like the self Oh I'm gunning into an. That was
7: that was a tricky part from uh, <laughs> from Mannequin, and it's it's cool to know that the uh, hyper the hyperspace drive, like, R on his starfighter, and he's with R4 now apparently somehow, <laughs> and. um Poor Horror 4. We're going to see what happens later to him in the season, but that's that's <laughs> sad. But like sad. Like you little said, little
8: there's no needs for the big hyperspace ring. Anymore, that's it. Yeah. But, you know, you take a look at it. That, that it's that fat now.
1: <laughs> that's kind of um, showing the progression yeah, in into the, years, uh, yeah. the original trilogy. Yes. Where the X-Wings actually have hyperspace Capital motivators e, yeah. on their X-Wings.
7: Yep, redo day.
1: Episode 12.
7: Clone Wars episode 12. Finally! Mace, Lee Lee Mace New. Windu!
8: Kicking ass.
1: <laughs> You're just too powerful, man. The name's <laughs> Windu. Mace Windu. <laughs> He's so kick-ass. I can imagine Samuel L. Jackson doing that. It's so badass.
7: Yeah. Yeah. But could you could you see him like force jump we're gonna talk about twelve and thirteen in the same way yeah. because twelve and thirteen are basically the two base uh, Mace Windu episodes. The two Mace Windu episodes. And basically chapter twelve begins with this little kid running to the top of the hill. And he, he basically has a as a view site of the entire battlefield. It's on Dantwin, isn't it? Yes. Yes, and the name of the kid is Paxi, but he's dressed basically as... Exactly the same way Luke must have been yeah. dressed on Tatooine, <laughs> <laughs> back when he was 8 years old. Yeah. So you know that kid actually filmed the entire scene, and he produced a video out of it.
8: Yeah. And later go, on... Go to the data bank on StarWars.com. Okay. He's, he's kind of made some kind of bootleg video or something, or and, and the Rebels... Use it as a motivation, like... It's kind of a... You know, how do you say a... Uh, a classic... Uh, you know?
7: It became, a, it became a, the, classic, the a classic, classic... A cult That's classic? It, of a, a cult classic of a movie. A cult classic
8: for, for okay. the rebels, yeah.
7: That's it. Of okay. C- of course, I'm Paxi like was the, dra- the daydreamer one of the family. Uh, the quiet, soft-spoken <laughs> child. And... uh he basically just, like, would sketch, quietly on his datapad, some spare filmy-plast doodling tales of heroic adventures and distant worlds, <laughs> and such and such. So, you know, it's basically Luke when he was younger. <laughs> Which is another nice reference to the original trilogy. And, um... It's, it's really freaky to see that Mace Windu can do that, mu- da- that much damage just by himself.
8: Yeah. You see, Anakin, he's pretty powerful, but Mace is... He's that's it. And you know, Black wa- lightning. at
7: one point, <laughs> he decides to actually shield some troopers before one of the big ships arrive. And actually, uh, it's called a, sea- a, 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 seas- a, seas- a seismic?
8: seismic seismic
7: tank. Seismic tank. Yeah, they actually they actually bring in seismic tanks,
8: which look like world devastators yes. from Dark Empire,
1: with big thingies that drop.
7: Yeah, with big heavy weights, and. Um, he decides to shield those, uh, those phone troopers. like, with one end, single aid end- endedly taking over a battalion mm-hmm. of, uh, of, of destroyed drives. It's incredible. I mean,
8: you gotta see it. Mm. <laughs> and even wi- Without his lightsaber. Without his lightsaber. He's kicking he ass, you know, ass. He's like on a punching bag, you know? <laughs> and. He rips out computer guts and he's, he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He just use the force and all the boats. Just go flying, out. <laughs> go flying, and uh, the super battle yeah. droid just yeah. mm-hmm. fall down in pieces. You know, it's pretty cool. Uh, what did I end? By? Oh, well, when the when one of the waves comes, you can see him. You know, doing a yeah. force bubble or something.
1: That's cool. Mm-hmm. When he goes into the uh, the tank is cool too. Yeah, but I like it's, it's like Qui Gon th- in the yeah. Phantom Menace. You know. Yeah, but the best was at the end. He goes up to the kid And the kid gives him his cantina He yeah, drinks of,
8: out of it Yeah It's kind of it's cheesy like So cheesy You get a tear in your eye <laughs> You know A little smile You just Killed I don't know how many robots yeah. And droids And now Oh You know you A, need a drink. Smile.
1: It's like mean Joe Green <laughs> In the Coke episode
8: <laughs> Yeah and,
1: Okay uh, Fourteen Loom Lum Loom Ilum. Ilum To Ilum We must go <laughs> That happens at the end of No the, yeah, end of the end of epi- 13 of 14. At 14. The
7: end of 14 Oh yes, that's right. Episode 14 is basically set on Ilum Barriss uh,
1: and and uh, her master
7: Barriss Afi and uh, Luminara Undeli yeah. Are basically there And uh, Barriss is assembling her lightsaber She just got her crystal yeah. Yay Didn't she add one already?
1: Uh, Wait a second, yeah Maybe she had a lightsaber before But she's getting her New lightsaber
7: Yeah, it's yeah. A, she, she lost it at the Junos in battle or something
8: Probably so Or another battle But the temple seems to be a place to get crystals, no? Yeah, so the <laughs>
7: secret temple It's basically a, a crystal mine for Jedi's who don't have like other means to get crystals <laughs> <laughs> And you can see uh, some purple ones You can see some purple one, And later on they're actually pinkish more of the color Oh so you know reddish and you are like that's weird but you get all this nice philosophy that the crystal is the art of the blade the blade is the art of uh, the, is in the art of the force and you're the art of you're you're in the you're the jedi in the art of the force and blah 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 from Barris so it's
1: crazy, crazy theories
7: no that's basically in it yeah no, to is? listen to it oh
1: yeah. I'm mean, listening paying attention sorry
7: <laughs> but it was it was fun it was fun to see how they you know build uh, Barris builds their lightsaber and uh that was a
1: cool shot with all the pieces in the air and they all come together yeah and and, the
8: and, the, and the, they stay together without glue or something <laughs> no nothing i guess it's the like force yeah, man the force binds everything no, together no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no the basic the basic pieces
7: of a, of a of a lightsaber are are uh, basically distributed by a am a-T-L-Urtl? A- A-M-T-Urtl? The uh, model company. So they're basically snap-fast. Okay. You just put them together and they stick together. <laughs> click. <laughs> click. There you go.
1: They <laughs> click. Okay.
7: <laughs> it's a snap-fast lightsaber. And uh, basically, they... they and
8: that's where we fight, but we fight... They fight the droids. Yeah, yeah but fight. just before that, uh, luminara say to uh, Varys, your training is over now. So she probably became a Jedi Knight... She's probably a Jedi Knight then, by then. No, but okay. she said your training is over now. That's it. Right after the so assemble. So
7: that's probably when she became a Jedi Knight. Yeah. There you go. And uh, that's when they encountered the Chameleon droids, which are planting explosives in the sacred Jedi caverns. So basically, they actually equipped big, six foot tall droids with four legs that can with actually. Cloaking devices. With cloaking devices. Weird. And all their job is Is planting mines Yeah Come on You got a technology Do something smaller
8: <laughs> <laughs> and Well you don't need to, to Do something smaller If you have a cloaking device
1: Exactly Yeah Anyway <laughs> What I liked about Episode 11 through 14 In Canada We got to see him first Yeah <laughs> I liked that <laughs> I liked that Very much And then afterward We were
7: like
8: Re-ranked To our, to our I place I know We were <laughs>
1: We're back in our right place
8: yes, and uh, but I really like the fight you know Luminara and barris you know uh, fighting and using the force at the same time in the first and
7: you, ca- you can see the way they work together and they um, they're actually you know at one point they're fighting and they're um, they're fighting, and all the the temple is collapsing on them, and you can see uh Luminara starting to to meditate on on the basic shield that she's building around her so that the rocks will stay and that she'll be able to, able to survive and you can see Barris on the other end right next to her she's like holding up the shield yeah. and then see? she she sees her master and she no, just sits down I, and starts do meditating that. the yeah. same way yeah. so it's really fun and that's that's the end of the thing you think they're gonna be trapped there forever but Yoda in, is meditating in uh, Queen Amidala's ship and well in Panmays ship now, mm-hmm. and um, he opens his eye and says, you "Kill him! We must go." <laughs> <laughs> and so brings on Clone Wars chapter fifteen, where you see the f-
8: <laughs> the first depiction of Captain Typho, yeah, which with is a very really bad voice, which is really it's, funny. It's far from what we yeah. saw in Attack of the Clone. I think the voice are basically like Crap.
7: their last concern <laughs> in there.
1: I don't really care about the voices.
7: Well, they're still fun, you know, w- when they're accurate. Um, of course, you have the um, Yoda is actually using the Force to convince uh, the pr- to convince Padme to make a slight detour and go to the other side of the of the system to go to Illum and save the Jedi's, and he does so by uh, mind tricking Captain Typho into telling her what he thinks is the best.
8: Just mentioning. Uh Nathan confirms that in Med Star she's still a Padawan so she she's she's trained but she needs a, a big event
1: to become a knight. Okay. So well, I think then, Maaf, then the book would provide that. No. <laughs>
7: and so they actually go to Ilum and Yoda goes on to save uh Luminara and Barisafi. Uh however he also finds himself Facing those chameleon droids, and you see him in action again, almost just like in uh, the Clone War in the the Attack of the Clone movie. And uh, again, the only thing missing is basically him going, you know, doing like crazy little sounds to go along with his moves. That would make him like even more psychotic, which would be great. But you know, he's like more centered
8: and concentrated, and he does what he has to do. but did did you see uh ju- just when Yoda began to fight the, the the blizzard stops that's it <laughs> <laughs>
1: of course it's Yoda
7: come yeah. on <laughs> no but yeah but somehow you know it's as as soon as he hide on the, on the top of one of the um of the the camelin rides no blizzard anymore where did it go we don't know probably back to dairy queen
1: <laughs> back to dairy queen. <laughs> Ha 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 <laughs>
7: This plug was brought to you by Kit Fisto. working at Dairy Queen.
8: I
1: do work, we d- we I d- do work at yeah. Dairy Queen.
8: But we didn't mention Yoda using a mind trick on Captain. Yes, Seifel. I did. Yes.
7: Yeah, earlier. You were just weren't Man. listening to me. Yes. Okay. But you're like really tired because for those of you who don't know, uh, it was our 50th show this morning in French. So then he stayed
8: up like hell hours this this week. To Nathan that. can <laughs> confirm that it was L week <laughs> in my uh, MSN signature. <laughs> that's it, to put up like all these segments
7: together, so maybe you'll hear some at the at the silver anniversary show of Star Wars on in English. Oh man. We'll do it earlier today, th- this time. Oh yes. <laughs> and so, uh, Padme is being told to stay on the ship by Yoda, and she doesn't like it. So that's where we pick up in Clone Wars yeah. Chapter 16, where Padme says, the heck with, with the, the green guy mm-hmm. I'm going in after him he <laughs> needs backup and, and
1: then you get to see her play around in that tight tight suit
7: tight
8: white suit as well whatever <laughs> and, uh, why does Yudo have I holes it. for his ear in, in, in the Jedi robe you know he must be freezing his ear must be freezing
7: maybe he doesn't He's feel a it Jedi mask yeah that's it he can't control the temperature around his ear. But, in any case, uh, we, see, we see, like, a, this is basically a funny episode. Because you see Panme going after Yoda. She gets in trouble. She needs to uh, destroy three of those Chameleon droids. So, she basically takes her, takes her coat and throws it away in the blizzard. Picks up with the wind. She sees one. She shoots at it. She destroys it. But there are still two more left, which are detected by R2's sensor. So she looks at C-3PO and she says, "Oh, 3 hmm. po could you get my code, please?" <laughs> In such a lovely voice. <laughs> and and she said, and, and C-3PO says, "Oh yes, sir, yes, madam." And there he goes, and of course gets shot at. So that's where she takes her shot, and basically no, destroyed the those sh- two. They're shooting drugs.
8: like a, not a thermal detonator, but some kind of bomb. That's it. And everything blows up. And C-3PO and C-3PO is intact, but on, under some snow. But how come he? How come? Two big Motherfucking droids Blow they're up And They're, they're, f- they're filled too. with mines That's the thing Sure oh. Sure Okay You know These are the ones That were left
7: out From the mine accident So They they still had some mines In them There you go mm. And so You can you. That's when the R2 detects some more Life forms And he says What, what the hell is happening And that's when They turn around And you see Yoda Beresafi And Luminara and Lily Coming back From the temple Alive and well Hooray, we saved the life of the Jedis. Yay. On to Clone Wars 17. Basically, at the end of Clone Wars number 11, Anakin decided to go in hyperspace after Asajj Ventress. Yes. And Obi-Wan ordered a, a squadron of troops to go after, after him as well. So, what happens is that she gets out of hyperspace somewhere near Yavin 4. Now, why would they why? pick this place out of be? out of anyone else? That's exactly. my that's that's my favorite episode. I gotta admit, chapter seventeen is my favorite episode of all time, and I'll tell you why <laughs> in a few in a few in a few moments. So, Anakin lands. He has to he has for if he can actually find her. He can't, so he says, "Okay, I'll, I'm gonna go on foot after her." And nothing happens because he doesn't he can't find her until he hears this big explosion. Turns around. Goes back to the, to the landing site, and what does he see? The big trooper transport c- coming down, and he's like, "General, yes, yes sir. sir, General, <laughs> General Kenobi, yes sir." sir. "Do you to come after me?" "Yes sir." "Okay, fine." Just basically, that guy just says, "Yes sir, <laughs> yes sir." <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he says, "Okay, well, one of you is gonna stay here and guard troop ship, and the other ones are gonna go out in circle, and they're gonna swipe the forest with me." So they go on the search for Asajj Ventress and that's when the best moment of them all happens. <laughs> the The poor troopers get totally destroyed by Asajj Ventress. They get
1: flung around like ragdolls. <laughs>
7: and she she's only using her force power. Yeah. But you basically see one, you know, and you see him one second and the other second he's gone. And that, that happens a couple of times. But the funniest ones are the ones that she gets to, like she raises them and he's like, what? <laughs> bang into a tree a couple of times and he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> no more trooper. And she does that a couple of times and there is one that is particularly funny. You can see one trooper on the verge of being uh, of getting his ass kicked out of nowhere and in, in the background you can see one other trooper just like Swirling around <laughs> in a, in <laughs> a wheel like that. that. <laughs> and you see him passing by like ah! <laughs> 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 I just love that. It's like well, aren't they easy to get rid of So basically Asash kicks everyone's ass and Anakin's fine. You can you you can actually hear one of the trooper get getting dragged and he's like yeah.
0: ah! What
7: he doesn't understand what's happening to him, so Anakin hearing that runs back to the ship sees a trooper he's like trooper are you okay yes sir and just as he's about to answer yes sir there's this big explosion and he's dead (laughs)
8: he's dead too yes boom
7: and the ship the ship just just exploded and he's like right next to Anakin's ship but Anakin's ship seems to be pretty intact so Anakin just looks at R4 R4 he's like R4 and you see R4's R4's little dome just turning you see his cute little light blue eye going like yes and Boom! <laughs> no more R4. And you see his dome rolling to Anakin's feet. And Asajj Ventures coming out of the... Uh, the flames. Of, of the flaming uh, wreck of of the ships. And she's like, I'm gonna make you... I'm gonna get you now. I'm gonna kick your ass, kid. <laughs> and he sees her and he's like, okay, let's get it on. Which leads you to Clone Wars Chapter 18, The Fight. As Anakin and Asajj continue their duel on Yavin 4... Ventress, an expert fighter who battles during, with using two lightsabers
8: at the same time, proves to be a formidable foe for the young Jedi. And I really like its a crouching tiger, hidden dragon style, going from three to three.
7: That's it. No, from two three to trees. It's the basic, uh, good old animes, Ninja Scroll kind of yeah, yeah. fighting style, <laughs> style, you know. And all all, all the, all, the, all of the, the episodes, they only do fighting and slashing and bashing and more fighting and more bashing and more fighting. And
8: it's... And uh, Asasha is, is pretty strong in the force. She, she is. is she, I was surprised, you know. She is, but she she gets a little bit surprised by
7: Anakin's yeah. powers, too. And that leads us to Clone Wars Chapter 19, yeah. which is some more fighting... Mm. That will lead to the death of Asajj
8: Ventress. Yeah. I really like the uh, at the end of 18, the the rain beginning to fall on the lightsaber. Yeah, and
7: yeah. you see the little uh, smoke, little smoke coming out of the blades. Yeah. So they get inside the temple and they fight inside the temple. And I can tell you right now, I'm, that's one of the questions I'm asking Paul Rudish uh, later on today. But where did he get his basic idea for the the Jedi temple on the uh, on Yavin 4, I'm sure he's gonna answer the Jedi Knights. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
8: Probably, because that's the best. Like, But there's a lot of inspiration from *Empire Strikes Back*. The duel between Luke and Vader—you see, yes. trees, branches, columns flying, uh, everything. But An- Anakin gets basically squashed by a by by a tree tr- tree trunk, and yeah. you don't but in the temple. As such, get the same treatment <laughs> with the a rock column <laughs> That's it with a big rock column like, yeah. what Is like Whoa But I think you, you can see in that episode That Anakin getting madder and madder And getting stronger in the force And Asajj Ventress Is just totally surprised That's it He's mind. basically
7: letting him le- Letting him into his anger And uh, you can see that the, the eyes of Asajj Ventress At some point is going like Whoa That kid is powerful music timing perfect again (laughs) and uh, basically he goes on fighting and fighting her and she managed to take his lightsaber away from him but he's no way she comes to strike him down and he stops her with his bare hands with his bare hands and especially his uh, electronic hand now and he just like he just like keeps on grabbing on her with his mechanical hand And she has to drop Her lightsaber And he pushes her away And he just he, He's just Standing there And he, he's got his two arms Like right aside his body His eyes are closed And you see Asajj Ventress' lightsaber Floating Slowly upward mm-hmm. to, to About to the to his chest And then he grabs it And runs And takes ah. her down And he really takes her down As a madman And he really Really kicks her ass It's incredible so that's when you see really the first glimpse of no, a- Anakin with a- the anger, galloping in the space. Yeah, mm. just like the continuation of what happened in uh, at the Tuscan camp. And now you see, mm, I'm
8: pretty hard to beat when I'm angry. <laughs> that's it.
7: <laughs> so we lose her, we lose everyone, and that's the end of Clone Wars Chapter 19. Heads on to Clone Wars Chapter 20, which. Which very very especially was six minute this time around because they had the credits to add in and everything of all the people who worked on there and uh, they all did a great job and that guy was a funny guy <laughs> in the credit to refer to what we were saying earlier okay if if Gandhi Tartakovsky had been uh, doing some of the uh, credits the audio commentary on the credits like yeah that guy. Yeah, the third one? Yeah, he's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we would have had something like that. So, basically, Clone Wars Chapter 20 picks up uh, back on Munilist, going back to where we began at the beginning of the first season.
8: and uh, They're ending their battle on Munilist. They're winning it. They're winning it, that's right. And uh, you have this uh, Wolfman kind of
7: uh, Jedi Master, which was the winner of a contest... I think it was on StarWars.com. Mm-hmm. And um, there you go. They they actually kicked him in for one minute. And at the beginning, they were supposed to do only a three-minute episode. And there were supposed to be, like, actions and stuff like that. But then, Lucasfilm said, you're going to introduce Grievous. And mm. they were like, okay, we need more time. <laughs> so, basically, here's what happened. They did the part with the Wolfman Jedi. They did the, reuni- the reunification in between Anakin and Obi-Wan. And then you have Obi-Wan receiving this weird transmission. And you wonder from who it is, because you can't see really well. You know, he gets it on his, uh, on his holopad. Uh, I'm fucking his getting wrist. my ass kicked. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically General Dakman Barak, who's on planet... Where is he? Again? I On planet Epori. And um, he's basically telling Obi-Wan, we need help, we need pickup, come and get us now. We, we want out. We need we don't don't artillery. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't want anything to do with this anymore. It's like there, there's this big, weird metal guy with this big, deep voice and like lightsabers and guns, and he's kicking our ass. So Come and get us
8: now. <laughs> Medic.
6: <laughs> and
7: that's where you lose the transmission and Obi-Wan goes like, Barak? Barak? General Barak, where are you? What happened to you? And Izolo Emitter gets squashed by one of these, like, raptor-like kind of feet. Yeah. That's the best way to describe the feet of General Grievous: raptor-like. Mm.
8: And then they can just arrive. Uh, they got reunited. Just before. <laughs> I told that, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Go to sleep
7: on your big comfy couch <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, now you see... Th- now they go back on Ipori, and you have uh, Mundi over there with his Padawan Tarsare. You have Kakrunk, who's with his Padawan Shaggy. And you Scooby have... Ala Sekiri. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And you have Ella <laughs> Sakura who's also there. I guess she must have been there with uh, General Backman, but now she's just alone. <laughs> and they're hiding in this wreckage of the... Um, a frigate? A frigate? A frigate. A, 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 a lancer frigate?
8: I don't remember the name. Is it... The Liberator frigate? I don't
7: know. The b- basically what we see uh, at the end of... Uh, the Attack of the Clone. Of Attack of the Clone. And uh, they're just hiding in there because they see the droid. And the droids have have them surrounded in that wreckage. And now they must do something. But they got to hide... Because all their troops have been eliminated by this incredible droid with lightsabers and with actual thoughts, So this is really weird for them, because they've never been actually beaten Faced. by, by a, a droid like that. So, we get introduced with General Grievous, who's telling the Jedi to just come out and forget it, because you're dead. I'm going to come in if you don't come out. <laughs> And so he does, and you basically hear, hear him coming in, you know, with yeah. a really nice... But really does he have
8: a cloaking device? I suppose so, because he's coming in and... No,
7: you just... I don't know, I guess he, he just, like, jumped on the on the frigate, and he's walking alongside the wall, and that's what you hear, because he's coming from above. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that might be what happened. And you have Shaggy, which is basically Shaggy from uh, Scooby-Doo, He's this really, really scared and terrified poor Padawan with his green lightsaber yeah. as an ode to the green shirt. Yeah. And he just loses it and he's like,
0: No! We're
7: going to get him! And there he goes, he runs right out. And that's when his head gets smashed by the droid.
8: Why? His old body disappears. That's
7: it, you don't see anything of him anymore. Yeah. He gets squashed by the by General Grievous and all the other ones are like And Coyote Mundi Who was running after him Just to try and stop him Just like stops In, in a glance like Whoa
8: Holy shit
7: And the General Grievous In the cartoon uh, In the cartoon Version Is about Eight feet tall <laughs> And he's looking up At him like Okay I'm going back in <laughs> <laughs> Sorry didn't mean And to come you out? see
8: Like his rib open
7: His ribs are opening And he's got like Very, di- very different feet Than a usual robot Normally has but it's more like four ends. That's right. It's 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 almost like the the Amy robot from the Red Planet movie with Val Kilmer. It's oh yeah, yeah. It's it's almost like that uh, robot. Mm-hmm. Daryl Grievous probably is going to be something around that robot, but more destructive. And uh, he's basically fighting as a capoeira style because he's standing on one foot and kicking kicking everyone's everyone's ass. <laughs> with his three other f- other paws, I guess mm-hmm. we we can call them that way. And so, everyone, all of the Jedi are trying to go against him. croc uh, actually gets mortally wounded, I believe. That's what they uh, said.
8: Not mortally. mortally. Grave- uh, I don't remember. Gravely wounded? Yeah. Actually, uh, I right here. Y- you think that all the people there are killed... ...are killed, but By it's not the, know, not, not the case. Not the case. survive, survived, Ella Secura survive, and Shakti survive. If you go to the StarWars.com databank... Yes. And we know that some of them uh, would be in Episode 3, so we he's knew... He's only gravely wounded yeah. in the battle against... Uh, yeah.
7: against
8: but, but the reaction of the killed character people's. is like, I'm screwed. That's it, and when we don't see them anymore. He's basically dead. You know, I, which one get grabbed by the head?
7: Uh, I know, I know Tar- Tarsare and Ella Secura both get, both get grabbed by the head. Tarsare is the same race as Coyote Mundi, so he's got a pretty big brain to, to get the grab on. <laughs> and um, he gets grabbed and they both, they both actually fly over uh, because um, uh, what's her name? Ella Secura tries to save him, mm-hmm. but General Grievous also grabs Hela and throws her, in the, tro, throws, throws her over his face, and whew, there you go. He's goodbye <laughs> now. That's right, he's flying. <laughs> and, but you know, we know that some of these Jedi will be back in Episode Three. So sorry mm-hmm. if for for the spoiler information, but we warned you about this. <laughs> so you know, we know they don't die, like Kyah Dimandi. However, the all of the rumors that we've heard thus far could make it so that the Clone Wars Episode 20 could actually be just a, just right before the beginning of
8: Episode 3. I don't think so. I, I don't I think it's in the, the chronology, the continuity is... It's it, it, it's only four months after Geonosis, the Clone Wars series. Yeah, that's so it. it. It
7: wouldn't really fit, but then again... You
8: they know. could just change it. I don't think they... they I think they... they they designed it to be uh, in, into the continuity, officially. So I don't think uh, there's any doubt on it's that. It's
7: still expanded universe, so...
8: Yeah, but... They, uh, can, they can
7: mangle around with it I and do whatever they want. Ask. Just ask. We'll ask Paul Rudish what he thinks. Yeah. But, you know, from what we've heard from the reports, from one of the scenes that will be there, would make sense.
8: Mm. In any case... But anyway, it's a bad idea to... to all, almost make us believe that they're... Dying. They're dead. They're it's dead. It. No, he's too powerful. Yeah.
7: We'll see. And even Kayadi Mundi has trouble fighting him. And he's on the council.
1: <laughs> so... Yeah. But, you know. I won't say any more. That's it. I was going to say something, then yes. I remembered I could spoil people.
7: <laughs> we We can't say more than that, because we're going to spoil everyone. So... Twenty chapters after the beginning of the Clone Wars series, they end the Clone Wars no, series. but
8: just just before uh, the end, you see Grievous with his three lightsaber, matri- uh, you know the slow motion, Jumping the, the, the slow motion Matrix yeah. style, and then Yoda... and then you see Yoda
7: back on Coruscant, opening his eye really wide as if something has just penetrated a very uncomfortable part of his body, <laughs> and he goes like. Uh-oh, mm-hmm. there's something wrong happening, and you see the dark clouds on Carson, and you see, like, <laughs> lightnings coming out of the sky. So, this
8: is Adam, really, really a big spot of the story when you come of when you can think And of you, it. the things? That's it, man. Game over, man. It's
7: game over. <laughs> I so gotta w- wipe all your PC <laughs> of these things, man. <laughs> That's it, I'm hacking into your PC tonight. And, uh, well, that's it. 20 20, uh, chapters after the beginning of The Clone Wars, the micro-series was over.
1: Nah. I enjoyed it overall. I would have preferred some more content over just plain old action. But what do you expect? It's Star Wars. If you want content, you need to read the EU. (laughs) It's true. Sorry.
8: (laughs) You're, like, so motivated tonight. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And we still have uh, another hour. another 40, uh, 40 minutes to go. Oh good. Good. <laughs>
7: Uh When, you, when we, you we hope you people have, have some of comments. Of to say. We we hope you have a lot to say about this. Otherwise, it's gonna be a long Send show. Us your
1: telephone number.
7: <laughs> okay, now we're all gonna go into slow motion mode, and we're gonna hope no one's fall asleep for the next forty minutes. Why You're going to make me this? go to sleep <laughs> and start talking like that.
8: <laughs> we could start on Big Mo, you know. That's right. No, yeah. he's now the Plugmaster. The Plugmaster, yeah.
7: <laughs> um, the Clone Wars was really interesting overall. Mm-hmm. It's an hour-long show, so they basically could put it both on Cartoon Network and Teletoon here in Canada. It's only an hour long. It's really fun. It's really cool. It's really it's worth awesome. it. awesome.
1: Yes. I can't wait for the DVD to come out, even though there are already fan DVDs on the net. I really want to see the official version yeah. of the DVDs.
8: Yeah. I don't think there will be too much extra. Maybe uh, well, seeing a documentary... The audi-
1: they'll put the audio commentaries on.
8: Yeah. But well, you know what would be really fun to see as
7: a uh, Clone War DVD extra? Bloopers like they did with Pixar.
8: Okay. You know, with the the monsters and they, stuff they like that. They made bloopers. Yeah, I hope they they had time to do so. Cause I don't think so.
7: Because c- you know when you see uh, Anakin squashing his Ventress with that rock column, as we we're saying in Episode 19, I believe, mm-hmm. or 18 or 19, y- she could just like, like go sit on the side and like, ow that hurt, <laughs> <laughs> or go make up or something like that.
8: <laughs> that that could be funny, cut. Okay. Now see, just before the, the column crashes on Sage Ventress, you know, you see st- cut. And you see the the stuntman taking his place. What are you guys doing, man? I don't know. He's
1: pointing... Talking, stu- talking about the insider. Yeah.
8: He, he's pointing out stuff to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
7: I just nod because I don't want to bother him. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
8: of course. Um, Fanboy Solo. I would w- call him. Now, what to say? That's right. Just think about it and we'll, uh, we'll call you. I, th- I, th- th- I think he knows. He wants him to call. Uh, did he contact you?
7: <laughs> yes, he's contacting me. Okay. Now we're gonna call the plug master Nathan Butler from, fan- from Star Wars Fanworks. And, uh... I hope he's there. Some cell phone door. Okay, so call Nathan, guys.
8: Now. Okay, let's see. <laughs> that, that was that was. I can get sound. to do it now. <laughs> No, you can... you, you will be able yes. to move?
1: Yes! I'm gonna lose.
8: You can silence me!
1: Oh, that's r- oh. He's
8: busy. <laughs> Nathan? Not again? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this once more.
3: Hello. Hi, hey, Nathan. Nathan. Hey, guys.
7: Okay, we're just going to put in your intro now.
6: Okay.
8: Where is it? Okay. okay
7: honey, and welcome back with none other than the plugmaster, Nathan Butler <laughs> from Fanworks. <laughs> How you doing, Nathan?
3: I'm doing fairly well. This whole Clone Wars cartoon thing is starting to kind of. Kind of great against my soul a tad.
0: Okay, <laughs> uh, not
3: the not the not the discussion in general, but like I'm sitting here, uh, you know, work been working on the timeline for about five six years and stuff now. Mm-hmm. Talked to Dan Wallace about it. He's like, that's pretty cool. Talked to talk to a couple of the guys at Dark Horse. That's pretty cool. And it's funny that some of the stuff that's been mentioned and some of the stuff mentioned in the chat stuff that we had that I talked to them about a while back. The Chrome Wars cartoon series was not meant to be in continuity when they started writing it. Uh-huh. They announced it straight off. This is not going to be part of the series. And then after, like, two episodes come out, they decide, yeah, why not? Let's shove it in there. And it's got Dark Horse having fits. I mean, Stradley's over there, you know, grumbling about it on the boards and whatnot. But there are people right now who are saying, hey, there's nothing contradictory. It all fits. It's all good. You know, it, it just slide it on in there and everything. And it doesn't. There, it's one of these things where it seems to me like they should have either left it out or at least made the decision beforehand to, to fit it in that they could fix a couple things. Like, you've got, yeah. Uh, you oh my goodness, this is the first, first time they encounter Dirge. Well, no, it's not. It's appeared <laughs> yeah. in the new face of war, which happens a while before. Because remember, the stories are like... Four months after Geonosis. Yeah. Oh, it's the it's their first encounter with Ventress. Well, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, Ventress falls to her doom. Well, no, she doesn't. In fact, she somehow gets off of there and gets her damn ship back because a year later, that's how Obi-Wan's going to have to escape from Rat Attack or rat a tat whatever the heck they're calling it, <laughs> um, after he gets caught, you know, captured during the whole uh, uh, Jabim thing. You got the whole, oh, well, it looks like Dirge may be gone. I don't think Dirge actually has come back yet. You know, Ventress has. You got the fact that that Shaki and Kiady Money and all these characters look like they die in the last one when mm-hmm. we know they don't because they wind up coming back. It's just they, they they even had to screw around with it when it, when they first started it. The original um, uh, scenes with Dooku and Ventress in those early chapters where they say, you know, now they're saying, well, uh, this is just a flashback to uh, uh, right after Gnosis, <laughs> Because uh yeah, we, we we screwed up when we tried to shoehorn it in there, which basically means that Sidious says go after Anakin Skywalker, and she leaves and doesn't do it for like three months. Apparently, yeah, just kind of bounces around doing some death sticks or something. <laughs> like, it's it's, it, it's kind of grating. It's like you know,
1: well Nathan, it's war. Ventress is not going to know where she is the where where uh, Anakin is the whole time. She's got to track him down.
3: Yeah, she's got. She's got to. She's got to. You know, track her. Track him down. The way they set it up makes it look like it's supposed to be continuous. And somehow or another, um, she doesn't. She's apparently not fulfilling that mission. Whenever they wind up running into her the first time in New Face of War, it's just. The, the main thing, though, to me is is this whole is the whole character death thing. They leave. They try to end on these great dramatic notes. You got the Grievous jumping in the air to. Then looking like he's getting ready to kill Kiyami Mundi, you've got Ventress falling to her doom, and overall, I thought it was an amazing, just incredible series. I I really, really enjoyed it, especially the last few.
8: By itself, is great.
3: But yeah, but it's 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 kind of one of those things. If they're going to say it's out of continuity and do it like that, just leave it like that. You know, I mean, have fun with it, play with it, and just say, don't worry about all this stuff because it'll be messed with, you know, later on. And they finally even. Even if they tried to play with dates now, now they've locked it again because they've already done the Insider article that talks about the Kit Fisto thing that that took place in the series. So they've locked it into that four months, and it just seems like – it seems almost careless. Like, it should have been left out, and, you know, if you're going to try to work it in, work in the bits and pieces. But I guess that goes along with Mm -hmm. Lucasfilm's whole – or Lucas Books' new whole thing about, well – if something contradicts, just fit in everything yeah. that doesn't contradict and just figure that the newer stuff usually usually takes mm-hmm. precedence, like they're working in some of the old video games and yeah. stuff. But but overall, I enjoyed it. It's just the continuity stuff. It's yeah. that there are big-time contradictions, and everybody keeps saying, well, they're not contradictions because, you know, it, th- there's nothing definite about when it happens and all this stuff. Bullshit! <laughs> now, I'm calling bullshit on that one. They specifically say when it happens... And there are things that happen that are that seem to contradict what comes later. I yeah. want to see a story about how Ventress crawls herself out of that big asshole, <laughs> somehow gets off of Yavin 4 without her ship, gets her ship back, and and somehow forgets about meeting, forgets about those events when meeting them later on. And then the ship gets stolen again by the time you know that you get to the the uh, the thing where he where Alpha and Obi Wan are escaping. It seems like. It's sort of a like master like Padawan kind of thing. You know how like in in the Phantom Menace, both Qui Gon and Obi Wan get tricked by that same move, in the in the lightsabers do a little fake, and then a boom
0: knocks
3: <laughs> them out. Seems like it's kind of a pattern because here you got both Anakin in in the micro series and Obi Wan in the comic series, both manage to steal Ventress's ship. I hope she had it low-jacked. Make sure
1: she okay, Nathan. <laughs> um, the problem is is that you're thinking too much. <laughs> it's Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>
3: See that's But the thing, they they have said in the last year, they've got Leland Chi on this, specifically trying to make sure that everything worked out. They're saying they're making this big effort now at continuity, and they've done a pretty good job on every front but this one, because the, it wasn't meant to be continuity when they made it.
8: Yeah, do you think they're trying, they,
3: to, trying to shoehorn yeah. it in.
8: Do you think they shouldn't have put it in three me- media, you know? comics, novel, and... Well,
3: I, uh, I think that the, the three media thing is not any big deal. I mean, it even goes beyond that because the, the Clone Wars video game is meant
0: yeah. in with
3: it now. It's just, it's the fact that, that if they were going to do that, if they were going to do the multimedia thing, then they should have planned to integrate the the cartoon series beforehand, and if they were going to leave it out, they should have left it out. It's, it's trying to shoehorn it in afterwards that's become the problem because, mm-hmm. I mean, even Tartakovsky in his in the commentary I, I can't remember which one I think it was commentary to the one where Ventress falls to her doom he even says and now we see the death of Ventress well <laughs> so we're not they apparently didn't know yeah. what's going on with the other stuff it's,
8: they need to communicate more <laughs> it's, it's
3: the right hand not knowing what the left is doing or yeah. vice versa but for the most part they've the whole Clone Wars things have been handled pretty well I mean the comics have been going well they integrate with the novels fairly well they're keeping making sure we know the dates on everything it's just Trying to shoehorn something in after something's already been, been made in that time period, you got to be careful with it. And, and they have it. That's that's the big thing I'm worried about about Star Wars Empire, the comic series. It's in this er- era that's so chock full. You got to be careful. You know, you got to be careful. You're not going to have a whole bunch of contradictions and have people in two or three places at once.
8: But you know they will fix it if they make errors. So.
3: Yeah, they'll come up with a you know the Essential chronology two. Yeah, or the the new essential chronology, or whatever they're going to call it. Yeah, they'll yeah. come up with something. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure if they if they can bring back characters like Kyle Katarn and their little you know their little references after he's been you know gone for years, <laughs> then they can work they can work out anything. Oh, he was just on vacation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll come up with something.
8: Yeah, I I didn't follow the the comic book. I I just can't wait to uh, to the the new novels to come out because. I I didn't know a thing about the all the continuity thing in the the comic series, uh, the the animated series, mm-hmm. but now I hearing you speak with all those, those irregularities, air, yeah, <laughs> I can see that it's not as uh, well put together as I thought. <laughs>
3: well, it's n- it's not a thing that's unique to this particular comic, to this particular particular cartoon thing. For a long time, they said. The cartoon out of the holiday special wasn't in continuity either, and then they've tried to work it back in, which means that apparently there's like four times that Boba, Boba Fett and Han Solo first meet each other, you mm-hmm. know. And each time they're like, "Golly, gee, Willikers, who is this?" You know. So it's not new by any means.
0: Yeah.
3: Please, uh, I don't know, but I guess that's, I guess that's the nature of cartoons. If they're gonna let you take liberties with stuff like, you know, turning Mace Windu into Cal El, last son of Krypton, or whatever, then. <laughs> You're gonna to have to assume they're gonna take some story liberties too. It's just once they do that, don't try to say, oh well, you know, it fits seamlessly. I mean, you fit it in as much as you want. Try to get, try to, try to fit it in. I love having them fit stuff in, but don't tell us or, and, and this isn't them telling us; it's other fans telling us. Don't say, you know, oh everything fits when it obviously doesn't. You know, accept the good with the bad and go with it. <laughs> As Star Wars, that's that's the way it's been for years. Except the good with the bad. In case you don't forget, there was Jax, the big ass green rabbit, in the Marvel stories.
8: <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, I mean, accept the good with the bad. If you can accept a big green rabbit, just you can accept pretty much anything.
8: <laughs> well, Nathan,
3: thanks a lot. All right, you're welcome, guys. Hopefully, oh, uh, well. Quite yeah. as frustrated by whatever it might be we're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <if laughs> Sebastian t- has a question. Tell
7: me, Nathan. Yes. Would you like to see a third season of the Clone Wars?
3: Um. Yeah. Even even given the continuity issues of it, if they're, if they've already got continuity problems in the previous seasons, they might as well go all out and finish up the story in however, you know, however they see fit. It would be pretty cool, and that'd be a great way to lead up, you know, lead up to the film. Just like I think it was Brian who was saying a little bit ago, you know, do one in like October or something. Just. Them out, and you get people hyped up by watching the cartoons and stuff. Get little kids wanting to go see Star Wars, and you know it's because it doesn't seem like that's what you're seeing a whole lot. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of kids saying, "I want to go see the new Star Wars."
8: But will they be able to go?
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Beg the parents to take them to go see. (laughs) No, it's um, it would be nice to see more. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be nice to at least see. As much Clone Wars as there is out there of like Ewoks, I think Ewoks ran two seasons. We're doing it, and I was going to make yeah, that, that'd be a plug. Colonel Radio will talk about the cartoons at some point, but the uh, the Ewoks got two seasons. Ewoks had nothing to do with Star Wars. Ewoks was like, you know, let's throw some some Care Bear type creatures <laughs> into the middle of the woods, let them play with some magic, and call it Star Wars. You know, and Clone Wars is actually Star Wars. Let's at least. You at least get stuff out there so that we can say that the one that ran the longest wasn't Ewoks, for God's mm-hmm. sake.
1: Droids yes. ran pretty long as well, though.
3: Dro- droids only ran for one season. Droids, Droids had one season in Great Heap. Ewoks had two seasons, but then they combined them and, and was re- were running reruns of the original of the uh, original Droids. But I don't know, having Ewoks be the only the one out there that ran the longest is, would be like as if Voyager had been the longest running Star Trek, and <laughs> it would have been bad. Very bad.
7: <laughs> in terms of continuity, <laughs> oh, yeah. in terms of continuity, Nathan, uh, don't you believe that just like any other extended universe material, they're going to have to budge some stuff in, in terms to make it to make it fit. Well, basically, make the square fit in the circle.
3: Well, some things, some things. Like if this were taking place in the classic era, that would make total sense. But given that it's set place in the Clone Wars, given it's supposed to be this big, planned-out um, setup, and given that... It, it's not like these were tiny continuity issues. They were pretty big, and they weren't there because somebody didn't know what was going on. They were there because they were told initially going into it, don't worry about the rest of the continuity. Here's these characters. Play with it. And then they're told after the fact, well, we're going to try to work it in. And... You know, that that's a that's a very different beast altogether. That's like you know, there's a difference between looking at a square hole and dis- and determining, you know, and, and making something to fit it only to find that your hole that, that the plug is too big for the hole and having to sort of whittle it down. Then there's a difference between seeing, oh look, there's a circular hole over here and making something, you know, I kind don't of know, pentagon shaped over on the other side and then trying to work it in when you knew you weren't trying to fit that shape to begin with.
1: Yeah. Okay.
7: Well, before we get lost into more geometrical forms... <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> we're going to let cosine, you go... cosine, tangent, blah, blah, blah. That's the extent of my my uh, trigonometry. Now it's sokatoa There you go.
7: Okay. Thank <laughs> you very much, Nathan.
3: All right. Catch you later.
7: Bye. Bye. There you go. Yay! I get to
1: speak again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to call someone else.
7: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> we're actually going to, but I'm going to read the... Uh, The actual uh, statement of Jedi Mark, which was sent to us by email. Hi, guys. Overall, I enjoyed the Clone Wars series. When I first heard that the chapters were only going to be three minutes long, I didn't think it would be worth it, but I ended up enjoying three minutes a night for two weeks. I got into the second season more more than the first. I really enjoyed the Anakin vs. Asajj chapters. The one where she was throwing the clone troopers around and into the trees had me laughing out loud. I thought that the animation was well done, the water effects with the rain on the sabers, and the reflection in the water in the cave were cool. It was funny It, it was funny how they make Scooby-Doo shag into Padawan Shaggy, complete with the green lightsaber to give the appearance of a green shirt. I thought General Grievous looked okay, but I'm sure we will look a lot better in the movie. He's certainly a force to be reckoned with. I would like to see them do more of the series, but I don't suppose we'll see any more before Episode 3. Thanks for a great show. Keep up the good work, Jedi Mark. You know, it's it's something they could do. If they ever, like, get the go-ahead from Lucasfilm, and they could actually make the Chapter 20 fit into the continuity very simply, you know. Just by doing Chapter 21, basically going back on the events leading after Chapter 20, and Grievous suddenly abandoning everyone there, <laughs> and just says... Tell your Jedi friends that there's a new bad guy in town, or something like that.
1: (laughs) You know? That would be kick ass. Just go back to.
7: Hey. He thinks I have a good idea. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's not
9: crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Not. Have
1: you been? Have you stopped taking your pills, Sab? I might. (laughs) Which would explain the incredible
7: intelligence I've been developing lately. Oh crap.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He likes to think he's smart. I'm not? Well, yes you are, Sebastian.
7: Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was <is> my crack. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Master Duran who wanted us to call him and uh, we shall do so. Uh, my friend we're going to is is going to dial <laughs> the incredibly incredibly long international digit codes. <laughs> now it's 1 Now it's this, and these numbers. So Master Durans, I hope you're ready because we are calling you now to discuss the Clone Wars with you once more. You know who we haven't talked to in a long time? I'm gonna try to get someone in the meantime. Hi, Master Durins. That's yeah, me. Hi, how are you doing?
6: I'm well, yourself?
7: Very well. Uh, apparently you have some thoughts on the Clone Wars
5: micro-series.
6: Oh, I've got plenty of thoughts. <laughs> um, my major deal right here is basically what they're going to set us up for is... They're going to set us up to have a really cool villain again. Well, you know, Grievous. Who's actually... You know, he looks real cool and he can do a lot of badass things. But... uh when you end up taking a look at it here, we lose all, all the cool villains that he comes up with.
1: Yeah. it's Yeah, indeed. Well, except for Vader.
6: Well, we got Vader until the end of Return of the Jedi, but, I mean, look, he comes up with Boba Fett. We lose Boba Fett in Return of the Jedi, and, unless, of course, you read the expanded universe. And when you get into that, then you see that he actually came back out of the Sarlacc... But, I mean, come on, he introduced uh, Darth Maul and the Phantom Menace, went out like a punk, <laughs> and then you turn around and you get Django Fett in episode 2, and he what goes about out. Goku? Like, even, a good one. Know, he goes out just as bad as Darth Maul did.
7: Yeah. So he's basically building up these bad guys and just teasing us with them so he can get rid of them.
6: Exactly. I mean, that's exactly what it comes up to. I mean, uh, I've got a real big problem when it comes to George Lucas and, you know, what he does with his villains. I mean, we were lucky to get Boba Fett back in the expanded universe. Okay. And after he ended up, uh, you know, I'm just tired of him killing all these cool villains. I mean, the, the major part of being a villain is somebody who can come back and tease you for a little while longer, you know?
7: Okay. But generally, other than just like the new villains and stuff, what did you think of, of Clone Wars?
6: Clone Wars, I, I liked the series, actually. I mean, it was, it was uh, really interesting. I, I don't like the, what they've done with the continuity of it all. I mean, none of it really fits in anywhere, as far as I can tell. But, I mean, like, he, like the other guy was saying, he should have just probably took it and left it out of continuity and enjoyed it, you know, for what it was.
7: Okay. And did, would you like to see some more season of The uh, the Clone Wars?
6: Oh, yeah, I'd watch it again. I'd watch a couple more seasons of it, actually, so long as I didn't have to take it seriously.
7: Okay. Um, anything else you'd like to share with us about The Clone Wars, the season two most particularly?
6: Uh, I guess my favorite part of the whole thing was... Uh, the fight between Anakin and Asajj, it was a really... Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the battle scenes. But okay. uh, other than that, I didn't see much of a story to it all. So wh- what it came down to is just watching it for the show. I mean, seeing a light show or whatnot.
7: Mm-hmm. You know, there, there there has been this very weird uh, tendency for people to say there's not as much fight in Star Wars as there used to be with Episode One and Two. And now in Clone Wars, they're giving us all the fights and even more of what a fan could, want, could, could actually hope for. And some of, the, some of the fans are actually saying, you know,
1: it's too much fighting. Well, that's what I say. I, I don't like the too much fighting. I want more, more uh, meat in my bones.
6: Oh, agreed. I, I mean, look at episodes uh, four, five, and six. Okay? You've got the meat there. You've got the story. And you've got the fighting.
0: Yeah, it's perfect well. Okay.
6: When you go back to episode one and two, I, I don't think George Lucas is writing with his heart. You know, when he was struggling when it, when it came to the beginning, and now I think he's doing it more for money.
7: Okay. Well, of course, if you take a look at him back in 1977, we can see that he put all his meat on the Star Wars movies, and now he has none left for the prequels.
6: Right. I mean, that's exactly what it comes down to. Yes. I mean, it... I, it looks like a great big special effects show to me. And I like episodes one and two, don't get me wrong. And, but the dialogue is corny.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: I mean, he could have written, he could have done a lot better job writing the story than what he's done. And, you know, I think he did it mainly because the fans were saying, please do it. Okay. Yeah. And he did it without, without uh, putting his heart into it.
7: So, do you think it's going to be a hard thing to make it fit into continuity like budging it really uh really well clone wars
6: i don't think they'll be able to fit clone wars into the continuity to be honest with you i mean there's bits and pieces they might be able to throw in there but i mean when it comes down to the the i mean the the whole part as a series it's not uh it's not gonna fit
7: okay well thank you very much
6: well, for thanks for having me.
7: For being on the show. And uh, be sure to uh, let us know if you want us to call you back any we Will do. Will be our pleasure. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Okay. That was Master Jurin, whom we called. And uh, we're going to do a l- little bit more calling later on, but go on first. I think the yes. producer had something to say. No. Well, you took the microphone. But so now we talk. Just, we've <laughs> switched. We, switched. we
8: just switched. You switched the microphones. Yeah. I see.
7: So uh I don't
8: hear anything uh, in those headphones. It's crappy. Turn on the. Uh, if you turn up the volume,
7: turn up the volume. It might help. You know, a little. See the switch.
8: Push it. Oh, there's a lot of noise. Yeah, but on that one. It's. No, I I need to control the music and everything. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. You need to control everything. Yeah. <laughs> he said it, people. <laughs> <laughs> he said <laughs> it himself.
7: <laughs> um. Well, actually, someone brought an interesting point, and I'm just going to start raising it right now uh, before we can actually get him on the air with us. Um, The the way the Jedi use the Force in the Clone Wars series. What do you guys think about it, like,
1: generally? Well, I like it. It's very cartoony. It fits the style Mm -hmm. of drawing... I, I like it. It's fun. It's over it's exaggerated it's but over it's the top. It's supposed to be like that, I think. Exactly. It's 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 um it's exactly what the Clone Wars are. Mhm. What what they are meant what they were meant to be, out of continuity and just fun for the fans. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I, I think th- it
8: delivered. You you can see like Mace Windu uh, doing the Superman thing like Neo <laughs> in The Matrix, or or blood. and doing like. Thousand backflips before you reach back the uh, back on the ground. <laughs> kind
1: of like uh, in Dragon Ball, if anyone reads that or watches it on TV.
8: I, d- I don't, <laughs> so. Wow,
1: well, read the comics. They're better than yeah. the, They're better than the TV show. The uh,
8: th-
7: the other thing I'm going to raise right now is the the way they were drawn. The Clone Wars series were drawn in this anime. I'm going to call it the North American anime type of. Drawing.
1: No, it's more of a cartoon network, I think, style.
7: Which is basically the North American anime. <laughs> fine,
1: fine. Well, fine.
7: I mean, come on, think about it. You have Dexter's Laboratory. Yes. You have Samurai Jack. Yes. And you Dark have... Starpuff Girls. And you have Clone Wars and uh, Fairly good, fairly Oddparents. Yes. You know?
1: There are others, I'm sure.
7: That's it. But all these things, they're like... They're great. I love the style. Oh, they're it's it's a very funny and cartoony style. But you have to be able to bend I don't think
1: into it has it's not it's not anime Japan it's not on the same level as Japanese animation because th- there are anime films that are serious okay that aren't just that are serious films not just cartoon films
7: mm-hmm.
8: I don't know I don't watch cartoons <laughs> <laughs>
7: y- wow. y- You're too busy man you need to make more time <laughs> Um well actually I think yeah, I think we're gonna do the closing on the Clone Wars right now. For the for the time being, and we're gonna talk about Star Wars Insider number seventy five. No problem. Really? Because okay. we're gonna do a general overview because it's a really interesting insider.
1: I've been looking at it a lot.
7: Yes. <laughs> I've noticed that.
1: I have so a job now, I can subscribe again.
7: <laughs> oh I see. Okay. So while the producer puts on a nice transition, I'm gonna try and grab mine from my bag.
8: <laughs>
7: okay. I <laughs> insider number 75 was out And it's basically the major spoiler uh, type of insider that fans don't want to get really? So, well, basically Grievous is on the cover Hey, you know,
1: sorry spoiler people
7: That's it, you know, spoiler free people y- You really don't want this to happen But there's nothing you really can do about it So, you know, you're you're stuck looking at this ba- this new econ- icon of bad Episode evil Episode
1: 3 Episode 3 Episode three, Icon of Evil. First oh. look, Episode three, Icon of Evil. Yeah. Right on the cover. You, you
7: know, I know. think I think that's something the Star Wars Insider. You can't is.
1: even avert your eyes. So you want a, a music, a, a music break?
8: Uh, sure, if you want to. <laughs> if I want so to. So that's a yes. Yes, and you. <laughs>
1: And that was the Rasmus in the shadows.
7: Into the shadows. Into the...
1: What? <laughs> in the shadows. Welcome
7: the back. Shadows. Welcome back I to Star right. Wars on Direct, people. I'm getting false okay. information
0: from my producer. <laughs> okay.
7: <laughs> into the shadows. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no bother. Star Wars Insider finally came into the mail. yippery do day with the incredible uh, Star Wars membership kits. Yep. Yay. They were incredible because... They're late. <laughs> and, another, and another word that starts by an L Which we won't name on this show Because we do like the fan club And, you know, all in all It was a nice, a really nice fan club card That they sent us in that pack
1: What was in the pack?
7: Oh, tons of stuff I mean, you had a cell from the Ewok series An official I cell
8: a, I, I got a leaf You got a, a leaf? A leaf Okay, we're, 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 we're actually, actually A leaf? Yeah. Like a leaf from a tree
7: Yeah. What the heck? (laughs) I got five leaves. (laughs) I I got three, I think. Okay, I'm actually gonna send. Explain the leaves, please. It's part of the animation of the Ewoks. Yeah. So I wanna, I wanna see. I'm I'm sending a call out there, you know. Oh my god! If if you got something more than a leaf or a line or a mustache or something, if you got an actual Ewok, send us an email to uh, to studio at swendirect.com because. I've seen one person, I think, with a knee walk, thus far. Uh, in any case, Star Wars Insider finally came into the m- to the mail uh, with the first look at the n- the new icon of evil, General Grievous, and the birth of the Millennium Falcon. A nice article, well written and well read by me <laughs> as well. Um, the uh, The most interesting thing I found about this insider is can be found basically at page eighteen, when l- a nice little. Um, I, a nice little introduction uh, To Celebration 3 um, You know okay, well. the, In the future April is April being the coolest month for Star Wars And stuff like that And uh, Gen Con people being so happy to Help us out and such and such and such And just by the corner of this page You have this really nice Little transition article uh, About Mary Franklin For those of you who don't know who Mary Franklin is She is the editor of Banta Tracks and as such, you know, she's very well involved with the uh, the Star Wars community.
1: Let me just remind everyone, no spoilers in the chat. Go to my room one if you want to discuss spoilers. Thank That's you. right.
7: And go to my room too if you want to drop questions for Paul Rudish later on in the show. Please do. To go back on the topic of Mary Franklin, uh, she was she was at uh, Pezzo Publishing uh, doing the edition for... Bent tracks, and now she moved back in the office with Steven Sansweet at Lucasfilm, and she is now the fan events coordinator. Now that's an improvement for a title. I want that that title. I'm after your job, Mary. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Good I, I, luck.
7: I I could be your assistant. Do you need coffee? Two sugars, one cream.
8: <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> you already have the shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I already
7: have the shirt to to get into Lucasfilm. Um in any case the uh she already w- she was already working uh for Lucasum a couple of weird years ago, and she's the one who coordinated the um, star Wars celebration too and I think she did a very good job at it to be quite honest with
1: you with all the problems lining up
7: everything that happened she did an incredible job, and you know. Me being me, I've been like a little bit stressed over the, the past couple of months because I was like, oh my god, Gen Con is going to do like a good job at it but maybe not the best. You know, we need someone who's really well informed and Steve we just doesn't have the time to actually organize such a big event and such and such. So, something needs to be done. It has to be someone really good. And when I read this, it's like this big weight that lifted up my shoulders. I'm like, alright, we're going to have someone really good to do the job.
1: Normal people stress about money. <laughs> <laughs> Seb stresses about Star Wars conventions. About fans not having what
8: they deserve.
1: Exactly. Yes. It's Okay. Now, I was flipping through Danny's Insider when I saw a mistake. A mistake? There's a mistake. If you go on to page 22, there's a Sofia Coppola paragraph, and then right next with Liam Neeson on the next page there's a poster for Sophia. they did Lost in Translation Love Actually for Liam Neeson then you go over to Kira Knightley and there's a Lost in Translation poster Oh! it should be I think Love Actually it's a mistake what can you do? just point it out <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have
8: and um blank 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 <laughs>
7: blank 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 <laughs> yeah, blank, blank. And, and uh, of course, they had those really nice pictures we all saw on the internet. Of course, before t- before we received the um the
8: the we received insider it, the who's yeah. who is is pretty cool. Not too
7: long ago. Not too long ago. Uh, after but we, we received,
8: we receive it here in like three weeks after, after everyone uh, uh, on uh, the in West the Coast
7: in the US. Yeah, that's it. Well, basically, on the west coast. I'm sure British okay. Columbia gets
1: it at the same time. Okay.
8: It's it's a question of west coast and east coast.
1: The who's who's is pretty cool.
8: I didn't imagine that much people. In <laughs> I know there's a lot of people.
7: You know, I I I was like really just scrolling fast through it, and I was looking for this blue Twi'lek female. I wonder
1: why. But no one knows. Really
7: I, why. I, I I can't find her. What did they do with George Lucas's girl? Oh, that's her.
1: Yeah, she's at the top of page 45. If you're reading along with us,
7: Luna Minx. Talk about a name. In any case,
8: I <laughs> mean, what's that box? There's <laughs> a box. Yeah.
7: Lebnod Le- or Le- Sibnod? Sibnod sy- is it's it looks funny. it looks like a, a basic first draft for an imperial guard. <laughs> <You> <laughs> it know? does.
8: But the it helmet is... No, no, it looks like, like one of those rob-
1: robots from the 1950s. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Covered in red suede. <laughs> yes. Or re- red velvet. It's pretty funny. Indeed. Um,
7: of course, they have this incredible article about the modification they, they
8: got to the... Um, the the Millennium Falcon All that's, over the years That's what we were wondering On the that's last it. show you What know? was the, Where did we talk about The modification on the Falcon It was in the Insider The bird, the bird of the, the, the Falcon
7: That's in the Insider And you see all those Cool pictures On the first uh, Shooting Of Star Wars Episode 4 5 and 6 And they, they show you All these kind of ships You know they might have You have the Corellian Corvette In there as well uh, The building of You know that's basically Pictures that are dreams for uh, people like Frank Diorio, who make uh, dioramas mm-hmm. and other kind of uh, models, yeah, because there are details and you've got tons of stuff, and it's really interesting. And when you take a look, you remember in *Empire Strikes Back*, this shot of the uh, the bridge of the Star Destroyer with the Falcon ab- on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They actually have a shot <laughs> on it at page at page fifty five, and it's incredibly huge. Huge, you can actually it? see that someone
8: standing oh right by yeah. the bridge of the. Uh, hold on, hold on. Of the of the. I'm uh, gonna put it on the webcam. Okay. Well, I don't know if it will show very, very well. Very well. But you
7: you have this shot of the the, the, the bridge of the, the the Imperial Star Destroyer, and basically uh, look on Danny's screen, and basically
8: basically you, you see um you,
7: you 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 can tell that the the uh, the width
8: of the bridge itself is about the torso of one normal person. It's too shiny. Uh, get the angle down, yeah. You can see a bit. You can see a little bit, like on the webcam right now. What what we're talking about is the, the upper picture.
7: I don't think. We're I really need to change my, my webcam.
8: <laughs> yeah. It sucks very bad. No, that's okay. There you go. There you go. Okay,
7: and uh, after that, they got an article on the um, on the on the giant to stu- the general giant studios. And they're talking about how they actually build those uh, nice little busts and stuff like that. And afterward, finally, the Grievous era. And a couple of early concepts of what Grievous might have been. So, it's, it's fairly interesting. I can't wait to see what's going to be under that uh, that guy. The details on the cape is really cool. And, you know, the best way to, de- to actually detail this uh, General Grievous is really basically... By saying it's a robotic velociraptor,
1: you know what the mm. problem is going to be, though? Making a really cool action figure.
8: Oh, it, it's going to be uh tough. Yeah, because it's going to be easily breakable. Yeah, going to be fragile. Fragile. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Mm.
7: Indeed, but that's hope good. it turns out. Yeah. Well. That's what
8: I'm, I'm still wondering how Grievous will come out in the movie on the big screen. No, yeah, that's it's tough it's as well. But l- if you look what I, what on I the look
1: hover, it's it's pretty that's good what yeah. it's going to look like yeah. though on the screen. Yeah. It's a little CG-ish.
7: It's it's, it's probably going to look something like that. I hope but it looks better. The the thing I the thing I like to look at is on page 64, the anchments. You have a really nice concept uh drawing of the the anchments on the behind and they almost look like Tuscan also
1: Raiders. Also on page yeah. 62. A mix between
8: a Tuscan Raiders and an Imperial, imperial Guard.
1: <laughs> 62 right. as well, you can see a henchman.
8: Uh, I'm pointing something at my uh yeah, at my may- producer may- maybe right maybe now. On, maybe on the next show. Sh- should we tell them about something coming up about this? Uh, yeah, but I cannot confirm a date.
7: Okay. But uh, our dear our dear Australian duo friend, Shane Dix and Sean Williams, actually w- wrote a short story, which is entitled, Or Die Trying, and it's about, guess who? Their favorite, Jaina Solo.
5: Awesome. So, a worse. that's,
7: that's good. it. You know, there's something I've been wondering, and I'm about to do it, like, in a couple of You're weeks. <laughs> the Insider... They uh, they're they're publishing those Republic Holonet news and uh, the other news as well with that, but on the on the side of the Holonet news you got Bash. I
8: gotta translate it.
7: <laughs> See what it means. Also on the bottom. Of it the will tell as well. Sebastian
8: do something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I bet you Steve might eventually have to do that. Y-
7: do, do you remember the uh, Star Wars tales in which you saw uh, entitled Pulp Fiction written by Kevin Rubio in which you saw Yoda. Telling uh, basically uh, Mace Windu You know to order from a menu And that was the first page You had a big menu Written in some sort of, co- of code That you couldn't read I actually cracked the code And it was written by Kevin Rubio And he said if you can read this You should, you should seriously think about Spending more time doing other things But to be honest with you I cracked it during my math class
0: So
1: Maybe you should have been doing Something more worthwhile Doing like your math but paying attention
8: <laughs> Paying it a- What? <laughs> Kids, don't try this at home, nor at school I'm not paying that much a- a- attention today <laughs> When I pass all my math <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. And, uh, of course So the, did I, uh, and
7: I can't count The member <laughs> issue came with the Bento Tracks Which was uh, filled with nice, and nice uh, information about how to make your own dioramas By Frank Diorio And uh, y- they also mentioned the fact that a couple of his uh, dioramas are uh, being exposed at Legends Action Figures here in Montreal and going back to the multitude of fan premieres And a very nice little article by uh, Mary Franklin Which is basically about Star Wars Do It Yourself Which is what we do We do our show ourselves And right now we're going to go to another musical break No, I need, there's one minute left We're going to go to a musical break No problem And we're going to listen to uh, Rush with Limelight
8: And we'll be right back That was for Master Duran I think
7: Star Wars on
8: Direct.
5: Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or, quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Hi, this is Michael Sheard,
2: Admiral Ozzel from The Empire Strikes Back. And you are listening
5: to Star Wars on Direct.
7: And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And we're live tonight, April 25th, with none other than the art director of Cartoon Networks, Paul Rudish. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? Pretty good. So you're live with us from the from the West Coast. How is it over there? How's the sunset?
10: It's it's just getting ready to start. It looks like it's going to be a nice one.
7: Oh, you lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Paul, we've been all over the internet, but we can't really find a lot about you. So you got to tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you come from? Uh, what got you into the position of art director at Cartoons Network?
10: Okay. um... I was born in Kansas City, Missouri, and uh, I grew up on a little farm out in Missouri. Had some horses and some goats, and uh, basically was a just a country bumpkin kid. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, my father was an artist for Hallmark Cards Uh for many years, and uh, really, you know, helped me uh, helped encourage all my art studies and what have you, and. So, uh, that was real uh, inspirational as a little kid having a live-in art coach there. Yeah. And um, so, just always got into that and uh, drawing and, you know, I was into knights and, and cowboys and all kinds of stuff like that. And then in 1977, a movie called Star Wars came out,
0: <laughs>
10: seven years old, and I was like, Actually my my dad was like there's this crazy movie and all the guys at work say it's really fun and you should go see it and I was like hmm it's a space movie i guess i can go watch a movie about some astronauts <laughs> and we got there and i wet my pants on the opening shot when the star destroyer comes <laughs> over and flies overhead and the whole movie theater's shaking and it's intense and from that point on i was obsessed with star wars all of my childhood That's cool Um, And then (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, Flash forward I did did some art school At uh, Cal Arts Mm
0: -hmm. In
10: Valencia, California And went to the animation program there And after that uh, Worked around town a little bit Doing some things Did some character design for Batman And uh, A couple different things around Hollywood And then got hooked up with Anna Barbera Studios mm-hmm. Right when Cartoon Network was starting And Jumped right in on The pilots for Powerpuff and Dexter's Laboratory And uh, Worked with Gendy Artakoski On all those And that's kind of how we got hooked up And from then on We've just been making cartoons For ten years Me and Gendy, And then one day the Star Wars project kind of fell into our laps and blew my mind. <laughs> Must have hey, been. Yeah, it. sure. We'll
3: do it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
7: uh, well, you know, we've got some other things right there like uh, uh, on the pile of to-do list but we'll we'll just put it aside and do the Star Wars things there first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, how would you describe the job of the artistic director, you know? Is it because we could go over the basic Tracer and uh, Inker Mm -hmm. kind of thing from the Kevin Smith movies. But our director, what's the description of the
2: job?
10: Um, To, Well, it can vary depending on productions and people, of course. But mine specifically was to head up all the design of all the characters and uh, design all the major characters and then direct our other designers to uh, handle... Like the incidental characters and all the props and I drew some of the steps, and
3: basically just heading up
10: the look and coming up with uh, a style and making sure that the look is consistent and uh, working on the, the colors for the models and making sure that they all uh, work with the backgrounds properly or, you know, uh, basically overseeing that everything goes all of, all of the aesthetics
7: okay everything that go is is has to go well together yeah okay uh you mentioned the fact that you've been a Star Wars fan since the very beginning Yeah. Uh, did the fact of did the fact of being the art director for clone wars heighten the Star Wars passion in you basically are you a bigger fan now than you than you were then
10: ah bigger than then or now I, I don't know i think probably the same size <laughs> <laughs> i don't you know when you're a kid It's all magical and fantastic, and it's just this, uh, you know, fantastic fantasy land for you to escape into. And then now, that being behind the scenes, kind of, you know, you get to see the strings on the puppet. And so it's no longer just time for you to fantasize and get lost in in a faraway world. And now you have to be on top of it, and you have to think about it, and you have to apply all of the real-world things of budgets and schedules and making sure that everything's done on time and all of the not-fun stuff about work is applied to the thing that used to be my most fun time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, on one hand, it it's a little strange to be behind the scenes, but it's incredibly exciting, of course, because you get to decide, <laughs> you know? So you get to contribute and uh, so I, I don't know if I'm a bigger fan now than then, but definitely into it, you know, on, on different levels, because now it's a, into it on a professional and creative level, whereas as a child you were just into it as the, the fun escapism.
7: Yes. Uh, where would you say your interest in Clone Wars, when like the final product, what would you say your interest in the final product of Clone War is, after being, you know, having, having be, being the one controlling all the strings behind the scenes and stuff like that.
10: And, and what do I think of the final product?
7: Well, yeah, what do you think? Uh, did you in, actually enjoy it? Have you actually had a chance to watch them?
10: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, of course. Actually, yeah, for a long time... Y- you couldn't enjoy it because you're you're you know critiquing it. You're looking for mistakes. You're you know the animation comes back from overseas and and then we we comb through it and try to catch all the mistakes that we can and do all the fixes. And you're constantly looking at it with a critical eye because it's your own work. And uh, so for a long time, I wasn't able to just look at it as a show, I was constantly analyzing drawings, and going, ooh, that one's still wrong, oh, chrome, I can't fix it, oh, you know, things like that, but actually just recently had some time to step away from it, and then was watching it with some of my friends, and I was able to just forget about having worked on it, and I started watching it, and I just started getting into it and I was like oh yeah look Obi-Wan's taking out that fool oh that's awesome yeah <laughs> oh Mace Windu holy cow oh, and just started getting excited one day so <laughs> yeah I finally had a little time to step away and now I think I think it looks pretty good
7: okay well I think a lot of us would agree would agree with you um what were the principal difficulties that you had in adapting the Star Wars universe into a cartoon a cartoon like that
10: um Probably the, the lushness of Star Wars, the, the, the hyper detail, and uh, basically the size and scale of Star Wars, especially during the Clone Wars, everything is an army shot, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not just, let's draw one guy in frame, it's let's draw 20 guys in frame.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
10: a lot of it is the, the volume of things that you have to tackle and uh, just trying to wrestle with having it based on live-action already. You know, everyone's already seen it, everyone knows what it all looks like and will already be comparing the drawn version to the live-action. You know, if it's a brand new thing, if it only exists in animation, you have nothing to compare it to. But, yeah, knowing that it's going to be scrutinized by all the fans and by myself, being a fan, you know, wanting it to look as right as I think I can make it, and then trying to still be able to strip down unessential elements so that the drawing is easier and simpler, so that you can draw it a thousand times a day and still animate it, but hopefully still have enough of the details and richness that you want from Star Wars, and trying to find that balance between... Uh, yeah ease of simplicity versus the lush things that we expect to see in Star Wars
7: mm-hmm. okay um, speaking of the actual technical difficulties and the uh, the animations that you used, um, how did you like working with the CGI and the actual cells of animation, and you know what was the percentage of CGI versus general cells?
10: Um, well, I'm a big fan of drawing, so, you know, I like traditional animation because I draw, so I like to see drawings moving around and stuff, but uh, I definitely don't like having to draw architecture or, <laughs> or you know, spaceships and things that should retain a rigid quality, you know, and, and if you hand draw it, things become real wiggly and, and stuff sometimes, so it it was a really nice, uh, well, very helpful to do all the spaceships in CG. And uh, I think they look even better for it. And um, I don't know, I like I like both computer and I like traditional. Uh, I like all kinds of puppets and any kind of ability to, you know, create something fun and show it to people. So the media itself is not a big hang-up for me as long as we get to design cool stuff and make it do cool things, I'm willing to, to play with it. And, uh, and it was fun to be able to try a new medium and mix them. And I think we got a nice blend. I think the, the computer stuff blends pretty well with the animation. And, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs>
7: <laughs> it all goes well together. Process. Basically. It was good. Um,
10: also, actually, I throw in there on the, the spaceship styles... It also offered us uh, more ability to correct correct the animation, and um, Dendy Tartakovsky, the producer, actually really went over the animation with a fine-tooth comb himself. And he was able to, once the computer models were built, he was able to change timing on the animation and the movement right there on the spot, rather than having to redraw it all and go through this long process of having retakes done. He could go sit down in an editing bay, look at at the spaceship flying, and go, okay, have it swing out of that arc you know, much quicker when it comes around screen, or he was just able to fine-tune it a little bit more, and that was really helpful and, and fun because it was a new thing that we hadn't tried before.
0: Okay.
7: Uh, speaking of Gandhi Tartakovsky, you've told us that you worked on Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Laboratory, Mm-hmm. Which are also works of Gandhi Tartakovsky. Yes. Um I actually got one very big personal question right now. Mm-hmm. Blackfoot one one three eight. Where did that come from for Dexter? <laughs> Ooh, uh,
10: Blackfoot one one three eight? Yes. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's
7: one old episode of Dexter of Dexter's lab, so it's n- it's not that big a deal if you don't remember. Um but it's
8: a reference to a
7: it's in reference to Star Wars, but there's a lot of Star Wars reference in Gandhi's work, mm-hmm. even in the in the in the in the Powerpuff Girls. Uh huh, and um, and
10: Samurai
3: Jack as well.
10: And Samurai
7: Jack as well. That's it. Uh, do you like? Is 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 it something that Gandhi uh, also enjoy as a as a as a Star? Is, is Gandhi also a Star Wars fan? Mm
3: hmm. Oh yeah.
10: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
7: that sure did. Yeah. Help. Many of the
10: Star Wars references were my fault. In those old other cartoons as well. Oh.
7: <laughs> <laughs> but you did a really great job because I enjoyed them every time I watched him. Yeah. Um, Gandhi Tartakovsky, how did you get around to meet him?
10: Um, actually, we crossed paths at CalArts, and uh, we had mutual friends. Um, I was a senior when he was a sophomore, and uh, I didn't really know him too well at school. But then right after graduation, I went to uh, Hanna-Barbera and we started working on stuff there and Andy came over there and then we ended up working on the pilots for Dexter and and just ended up working together ever since. But yeah, we, uh, we'd, we'd kind of known each other and then formed a friendship once we started working in the same building and there you have it.
7: There you go. Speaking of Anna Barbara We can think of Mm Scooby-Doo And it brings us to Chapters 20 of the Clone Wars Uh Shahagpi
0: Uh-huh
7: Where did he Why did you decide to throw in This little reference to uh, To Scooby-Doo
10: Um Well the The character At that You know That We needed you know A a frightened Padawan (laughs) You know Who was just all nervous And shaking And And you know, really fearful of the situation that was going on, and it just, that was the first thought I had. Well, Thanks, <laughs> you
0: know, hey, we should make it scoop. <laughs> shaggy.
10: And uh, we were just punch drunk at that point. At the end of the <laughs> p- just went for it. But okay, make him shaggy, fine.
7: <laughs> sure. Um, and you did a really great job doing the humor into the Clone Wars, uh, because it's still being a very serious subject, of the Clone Wars themselves, uh, there's always these little um, jokes, these, these little Abad and Costello, uh, as they're referred to by Yandy Tartakovsky in the audio commentary, um, of, you know, Obi-Wan making quite a mess, and all the uh, all the dialogues between Obi-Wan and the generals of the Trooper. How much, how much time did you actually spend in scripting those jokes into the Clone Wars series?
10: Um just kind of let them come. Uh, we didn't, like, really pre-plan dialogue so hard. We would, um uh, we would do outline of basic story beats that needed to happen and, and the basic actions, and we'd give it to our storyboard guys, uh, Mark or Brian Andrews, Andrews' brothers, and let them run with it. And, um uh, they would go ahead and do some dialogue and... Then, Genndy and I would check it check it out, and might give us an idea to add some stuff here or there and and just just kind of let it happen naturally really and so Mark just decided that that that's what obi wan would say, and when we read the storyboard, we laughed and said, "Okay fine <laughs> so,
7: that's that's what we'll say yeah. um, the, the 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 type of drawing you usually work with both. Whether we look at Samurai Jack, Powerpuff Girls, um, Dexter's Labs, and uh, Clone Wars, it's it's what I describe as being the North American anime type of cartoon.
3: Hmm. Okay. <laughs>
7: yeah. W- would what would you say about the uh, the the anime type of cartoon that you use to uh, to draw?
10: Um, we definitely are very inspired by a lot of Japanese animation. Um like Gendy and I have talked about this before and when we were growing up we didn't realize what was American cartoons what was Japanese cartoons or any of that we just ingested all of it on Saturday morning we'd you know we'd watch Thundar the Barbarian and then we'd watch uh, Battle of the Planets you know and mm-hmm. Horse and Speed Racer and and all of it and we didn't really divide lines between what was, you know, where things came from, and that's a Japanese style, and that's an American style. We just were children watching cartoons and assimilated all of it, you know, our Marvel comics and Japanese cartoons, and I think just in our brains started to mush it all together, and it wasn't really a conscious thought. It's just, uh, you know, all artists pull from things that they like and are inspired by different things and so we just threw all of that in the mix you know we like a lot of European comics and uh, Valerian comics and uh, you know I even like the Smurfs you know and and then you mix that in with with Totoro and all of Miyazaki's films and then you end up with uh, whatever you see here I guess I think a lot of our stuff maybe has more of a sense of Japanese storytelling or possibly Japanese timing sometimes with more of uh, an American drawing sense, maybe. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, the fact that you said North American anime sounds pretty good to me. I've never heard that.
7: (laughs) I actually invented it for this show because (laughs) I, I wanted to describe the type, you know. So I came up with the uh, the North American anime type of cartoon.
10: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a blend of everything we liked when we were growing up in the 70s and 80s. I think
7: that's it. Um, so you basically get the contract from Lucasfilm. You're gonna do the Clone Wars, three-minute shows for two seasons of 10 episodes each, and. Very big surprise, one day they come knocking at your door and... Oh, by the way, you're going to introduce this, like, big bad guy that we're going to throw in Episode 3 as the new face of evil.
10: hmm
7: How did you react when you learned that?
10: Uh, well, honestly, the first reaction was, oh my gosh, we already wrote all of these episodes. Where are we going to stick this in? How <laughs> 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 are we going to facilitate this? Because we're so far along in the production... Um, how are we going to change gears and get this guy stuck in here and then uh... they did cut us some slack they said why don't you make episode 26 uh... six minutes long and they extended it for us so that we bought us some more time to be able to do some more things and then um... and then after the technical <laughs> problems were were addressed then it sunk in and I was like whoa yeah that's pretty cool that we get to introduce a major character from a new movie and uh... Thought it was pretty neat mm-hmm. being that it was like introducing Boba Fett in the holiday special. Yeah. I just thought that was rather apropos.
0: That's
7: it. Um and just like ju- just like uh you did for just like they did for uh Boba Fett, you also get to to have the first action figures made for the, clon- the, the, the clone the Wars uh cartoon series for, from Asbro. Yep. So <laughs>
10: Um yeah, I guess the first grievous on the shelf may actually be an animated Grievous.
7: That's it. Um, so they, they dropped you some basic drawings of Grievous. They showed you... Wh- what, what, it, what basically did they show you <laughs> <laughs> from <laughs> the Lucasfilm archives? <laughs>
10: yeah, honestly, it was very minimal at that point. Um, we had photographs of a clay sculpt from a lot of different angles and a couple illustrations but we didn't have any computer renders or we didn't have any real finalized artwork at the time. And um, then we had a phone conference with Brian Church and a couple of the guys, the designers up at Lucas, and they, we just talked with them about their ideas on the character and how he should function and and different abilities he might have or what kind of movements and things. And, um, and kind of they were like, they're basically saying, you know, we're not going to really be animating him for quite some time. You guys are going to get to do it first, so knock yourselves out. We're kind of waiting to see what you do. <laughs> <laughs> so you got this big... are both, you know, we're all trying to work on the same stuff at the same time, and they're trying to get their movie worked out, and we're trying to get ours worked out, and they're just like, um, this is all we know right now, so good luck.
8: <laughs> That's it. You add to make it look cool. All right. <laughs> Um, So they dropped you all this
7: weight on your shoulders And you came up with the idea of using the capoeira as the martial arts style for Grievous
10: Mm -hmm. Actually, Brian Andrews was hep on that And he really put all that in his storyboarding of uh, of Grievous So yeah, you have to give a lot of credit to our storyboard guy, Brian
7: Because I must admit that of all the martial arts styles I know of uh, Capoeira is actually a very good style to use for dirge uh, for, for Grievous because of all the movements and all the things that we heard he's going to be doing and all and such so I think it's a very good choice to actually decide to go with
0: caprera
10: Yeah Brian kind of figured that when uh, when the guys up north were telling us about you know his uh, manipulative and his you know his leaps and his his claws and and, uh yeah, we're just describing all of his kind of abilities, I think Brian latched onto that right away and went for it.
7: Okay. Um, all in all, Clone Wars, what was your favorite episode? Hmm. <laughs> oh,
8: that's... The, Maybe that's 19. 19.
10: I think. There's, there's a lot of ones that I like for different reasons, but I think 19 really came together... Uh, real solid, and this has a real strong Star Wars feel to me. Just the, you know, two awesome characters locked in a saber duel, mm. and working out some you know tension and mood and and stuff with two characters.
8: You really you uh, really showed the uh, the anger in Anakin. You know.
10: Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> that worked out. Um, yeah, I think I think that did work out. After it all came together, and uh, a lot of it just due to color and the fantastic backgrounds by Scott Wills, our our background director, and yeah, I'm <laughs> pleased with <laughs> with how that one felt.
7: Okay, I'm actually going to go to our fans right now because they got a few questions for you. Okay. Um, we have a Torian in the chat, and uh, he's asking you. If you were at all surprised by the liberties that Lucasfilm let you take with the characters, uh, as an example, the over-the-top powers for Mace Windu?
10: Um, yeah, actually. We were expecting to be dictated a lot more things as far as the story, but but they were pretty, pretty liberal, uh, pretty loose. They just gave us some broad strokes and said, we want you to focus on Obi-Wan, Anakin... Having doing cool stuff in the Clone Wars, show Jedi's being cool Jedi's at the height of their power, back when you know Jedi's really rock, and uh, use these two new bad guys, and that was about it really, and we expected a lot more, a lot more of their finger in the pie, as it were, but
0: <laughs> that's it.
10: <laughs> they thought it was all right, and especially after the first couple episodes were done and George actually took a look at them and I think like the first four or five he saw and got really excited and once, of course, we had the George stamp of approval on it, then then they just let us run with it.
7: <laughs> the guys can yeah, do that. Yeah, I mean, guy.
10: that really spoke. <laughs> 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 That's it. Opened the gates. Once George said, it's good, then we just went for it.
7: Okay. Um, did... Who actually had the idea for the uh, Obi-Wan slash Storm, uh, Clone Trooper costume?
10: Me. Uh, yeah, just... Do you realize... The first ideas was... Actually, one of the first ideas I had back in 1978 was... playing <laughs> <laughs> with Star Wars action figures was, how did the Jedi Knights joust? Because they're knights, so they must have doused. <laughs> <laughs> so just in keeping in line with that, I... We wanted to do a speeder bike joust and thought that would be fun. And just we're trying to push the the flavor of a medieval knight. A, you know, just looking for ways to do some Arthurian kind of flavors. And Obi Wan, of course, lends himself well to that. And so yeah, we're gonna joust. Gotta have a knight in armor and let's
3: go.
7: Now you do realize you've unleashed a nightmare for customers because we're gonna see. Uh, Jedi troopers all all over Celebration (laughs) Three.
6: Oh, good.
7: (laughs) Because it's a really good idea. It it really comes out well as a costume itself. Um, I'm gonna go to another fan question here. I've Dirge, who's been begging me to ask you this questions. He's been having this debate with his friends, and sometimes there's a point in this in chapter six, where the, the the cat face creature that brings Dooku to the arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, viewing where Asajj Ventress is going to be, uh, well, he's wondering if the cat, the cat face character, is actually Asajj Ventress in disguise, or if it's Asajj Ventress that actually comes in when you do this little animation pan yeah. and repan, and actually kills the creature when when she sits down with uh, Dooku.
10: Yeah, the intention was the second one. Okay, and uh, yeah, it's pretty subtle, but I I think that uh, Dooku's line. My host would applaud your skills posthumously, you know, means after the fact. So, yeah, even though he's dead, he would applaud what you did to him.
7: That's it. I I actually got that in the second thought as well. That's what I figured. What what happened? What what happened? That mm-hmm. the kitty was gone. <laughs> um, Jedi Master Gruff is asking you: Do you think there are any chances of a third season being made?
10: Ah, there's. There's talks happening uh, with between the powers that be, and what happens, I don't know yet because I'm far <laughs> down the ladder.
7: Yeah, that's it. You're you're, st- you're still on hold. Yep. Um, in chapter 20,
10: folks, like that one out. And, yeah. Uh, I guess they'll let us know if they want some. <laughs>
8: but do you have time uh, until episode three to do uh, one more season?
10: Well, that's just it. They better decide soon.
8: Okay. <laughs>
10: Animation production takes quite a while to get it done. So, yeah.
7: We'll try to put some pressure on them. But meanwhile, you know, how long how long does it take to actually produce one season of of uh, Clone Wars?
10: Hmm. Let's see. Full season. I would say. Um. As a, a reference point from other productions like, say, Dexter, um, we would do an 11-minute cartoon, and I think it would take us about three months to complete it from writing it to, to final, uh, final picture. Okay. So, but of course, you know, once you have multiple episodes, you're staggering the production, and while they're animating number one, you're storyboarding number two, and writing number three, and, you know, so it, you stagger it like that, but, um... Basically, it took us a year to do that 60 minutes, to do all all 20 chapters. Okay. But, of course, we had a very small crew as well. We only had six crew members uh, on the art staff as far as the artists go, and then that got shaved down to three halfway through the production. So it was pretty tight.
0: Okay.
7: Um there's basically tons and tons of Jedi's that make their appearance in the Clone Wars. Which one is your favorite? Oh. And I'm going to be easy on you. Which one is your favorite Jedi of all? You can <laughs> you can even choose out of the out, out of the Clone Wars. Mm,
10: probably Obi-Wan.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay.
10: It, I don't yeah. Probably because I have that old childhood relationship of you know him <laughs> from the original movie and always wondering like what what did obi wan and Luke's dad do in the Clone Wars, and you know they must have been really cool. The two of those guys hanging out must have been awesome, and I used to always dream about what happened in the Clone Wars, and now here we are doing it, and obi wan's like an old friend, you know, so
0: okay, yeah.
7: Um I got another question from Dirge. Uh have you seen the Clone Wars card set yet?
10: I haven't seen them finished.
7: Okay. Have you seen because there there is a particular part of the the, the, the Clone War collections that is basically sketch cards.
10: Yes, yeah. I, I saw those because I sketched some of them.
7: Okay. What do you think of those uh of of that collection of cards from tops?
10: Uh the sketches in particular? Yes. Um I haven't seen very many and there's a lot of different contributing artists. Uh both Gendi and I uh did a large dunk and then there's a lot of dark horse artists that are also doing things. But uh I think it's a great idea and I think it's it's fun to have, you know, original sketches in there.
7: I think I, I think so too, because one one of the things I like to collect the most is basically sketch from artists and, you know, portfolio from Doug Chiang or Ralph McQuarrie from the old Star Wars movies. So I think it's really cool to have a look behind the scenes at, at one point of what happened in the creation process of a, of a series such as Clone Wars. So I think it's really interesting that you, sh- that you actually chose to share this with us. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a question from Jedi Master Graf. In Chapter 20... Uh, you chose a lot of familiar Jedi to be open brackets, killed Close brackets uh-huh. uh, since most of them survived it sort of takes away some of the grievous kills uh, why not make up some more random Jedi that you knew would, allowed, would be allowed to be killed
10: yeah I quite honestly because we weren't sure who could be killed and who couldn't and so we kind of left it open ended and it you know it ends up being George's call, who's actually alive and who who made it out, so we were kind of yeah hoping to to have some fatalities, but it looks like maybe the uh the continuity police might take that away from us, okay, of course, there's se- several of them that need to be in episode three, we knew Yachty and Shakti couldn't be dead, yeah but we kind of left it open on some of the others, and we're, we're going to find out who we actually are going to have to save at some point.
7: <laughs> um, that's that's actually one of the things. Um, are you actually a spoiler-free person, or do you actually check out the spoilers on the Internet about Episode 3?
10: Um, I Well, you know, I got some spoilers from the official Lucas rant. <laughs> so just being, beyond, like I said, being behind the scenes you're privy to a lot of the spoilers <laughs> so I wish I could stay spoiler free so that I could just enjoy the movie like a seven year old but unfortunately I, you know we had to know what was about to happen
7: that's it well you get to have a choice well you get to have a, a really great opportunity as well to be part of it so you know there goes the seven-year-old boy, but here comes the thirty-year-old man.
10: Yeah, well, a seven-year-old boy is pretty happy to be drawing Star Wars all day. He? <laughs> yeah.
7: There you go. Uh, one question that's been raised by many continuity fans, and I'm sorry I have to ask it to you, okay. but <laughs> too many people are actually asking for it. Does Asaj Ventress dies when she plunges to her open brackets death close brackets <laughs> in that pit on Yavin Four?
10: Right. Well, <laughs> it's in the eye of the beholder, I would say. Good
8: answer. <laughs> That's a really good um, answer. You are safe. <laughs>
10: <laughs> Again, we due to crazy continuity concerns and uh, you know, comic books being worked on at the same time and lots of different media all being created at the same time, we tried to keep things a little vague as far as introductions and deaths and stuff, so that if you only see the cartoon, it could function as their first meeting and her death. Or if you read all the novels and all the comics and stuff, you still have an escape clause and you can go ahead and assimilate all the stuff together in your brain.
3: So
7: she's basically the Boba Fett. But the
10: viewer pick and choose what he likes.
7: That's it. She's basically the Boba Fett of the Clone Wars series. Yeah. <laughs> um another question that, that that is being asked to us um is about Anakin's reflection in his ship. I think it was in chapter two, uh just before the, 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 the launch on Munalist. Yeah. There is actually no uh there is actually no reflection of Anakin on his pod. <laughs> what happened? <laughs>
10: On his pot when hmm. when
7: he's fixing his motor
10: and he and he's talking to Obi Wan yes and there's the reflection of Obi Wan
7: but there's no reflection of Anakin
10: (laughs) is there not (laughs) there's not I thought that there was maybe Anakin's head is covering the reflection drawing
0: yeah maybe oh no
10: (laughs) I I thought we tried to put it in there maybe (laughs) a mistake that we didn't catch once it came back I don't know but I do. For all the, the continuity guys out there, uh, sorry for any of the mistakes that you caught. I'm glad that you're paying so close attention, but please remember that there are 4,000 other mistakes that we fixed.
7: <laughs> will we ever get a look at those?
10: <laughs> you don't want to see those It's like Padme's face flying off of her head and some crazy registration things bloopers like well, that wiggle like sausages
7: <laughs> Well actually that's one thing we were discussing a little bit earlier in the show uh, bloopers for the, Clo- the Clone Wars series I- Is there any chance that we one day will see some kind of bloopers
0: for the Clone Wars series?
10: Uh, I don't know I don't know if we still well, we probably still have them on file somewhere they're not as funny as live-action bloopers. They're just weird. <laughs>
7: <laughs> That's okay. We're Star Wars fans, so we'll like them anyway. <laughs>
10: okay.
7: Thanks. The, the, we're going to go to the pan character now. Okay. Uh, they are, like, generally, you know, just like you drew Dee Dee uh, in Dexter's labor- laboratory, uh, women are with round faces. But pan has this kind of angled face. Why?
3: Um... I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
10: think um, maybe at the time I was looking at some uh, pictures of the actress and thought that she had a, a particularly square chin or something. Okay. Um, I also, you know, I tried to mix it up. I didn't want each female design to have the standard cute cartoon girl face. Yeah. I tried tried to make sure that each woman looked, had an individual look to him. So yeah, I I don't know. And sometimes drawings have to just be turned in because the schedule says you're done, whether or not I'm happy with the design.
7: (laughs) But that would explain the long neck as well. And I mean, it's okay. It's still uh, a cartoon depiction of an actual person. And yeah, then.
10: early on I, I tried to do a lot of caricatures of the actors themselves And then Gendy directed me away from that specifically And wanted me to try to focus on how, what does the character feel like As opposed to drawing Natalie Portman exact
0: Okay Okay.
10: And uh, so, yeah so I started with some caricature thoughts And then tried to throw that out later And just try to come up with a, an interesting design that hopefully reflected the, something about the character themselves.
7: Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, you know, there are rumors out there that one day we might see a Clone Wars DVD. Is there anything that you can tell us that, w- that might actually make this rumor being a founded rumor?
10: Um, n- there could be something I could tell you, but I'm not sure if I'm authorized to tell you that yet.
7: Okay, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> another question from so Dirge. You know,
10: far be it from George to not make an extra dollar. <laughs>
7: <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that's good. Uh Dirge has another question. Um if there ever heart some Clone Wars DVDs, will there be any extra materials on the discs that come with the Clone Wars DVDs, if there are to be made.
10: There are. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know they like to load them with stuff, but I don't. I haven't been privy to any ideas about any kind of packaging or anything like that yet, so... Okay. Oh, no.
7: Um, I'm going to actually ask one personal question, and uh, I'll end up with one fa- with one fan question, and then we'll do the the, the little line. I talked earlier. Uh there's this episode that happens with Kit Fisto on uh what's Mon Calamari. The, uh, on Mon Calamari. Yeah. Uh, okay. You've just reinvented sex education for Star Wars fans. We <laughs> <What>? did. <laughs> for those of for those of you who don't remember uh at home oh, man. and here I'm gonna explain it again. This uh big cannon that comes out of the sea. Well of the uh of the big uh, canyon there, Hmm? underneath the sea, and is being (laughs) pushed by the little uh, wiggly kind of uh, fish. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's kind of reinventing sex education for Star Wars
8: fans. Okay, sure.
10: (laughs) That helps you to understand the process. (laughs) Check it out.
8: I can't can't believe Sebastian told you that question. (laughs) Well, you know, he he seems like a funny guy, so I had to ask.
7: Um, Okay. And now I'm going to ask you the, a more serious question, uh, which is from Gajira from the chat room. Uh, how does one, such as himself, uh, becomes a story writer or a character designer or an art director like you? Like you?
10: Um, work on your stuff. <laughs> practice your stuff all the time. And put it in a portfolio and start showing it to as many people as you can. Um... Basically, how it works over here in Hollywood is you put all your drawings in a portfolio and you hit the bricks and you walk around town and you try to go into the front door of each studio and go, hi, are you hiring for anything? And they probably say no. And then you go, but can I leave my portfolio here for the directors to look at? And they say yes. And hopefully, something your timing will be right and, and someone will take notice of your work and hopefully have an opening somewhere.
0: Okay. I mean, I mean the main
10: thing is just work on your stuff and practice your stuff and, and always be open to checking out different kinds of things and hopefully it might inspire you in different ways. W-
7: what do you think of website like Customize.org and DeviantHeart who actually gives a chance to young artists to actually publish their work out there on the internet and so it can be seen by a lot and a lot of people?
10: yeah I think it's great as like I said, as many people as you can show it to the better okay uh, yeah gotta peddle your stuff around town
7: that's it uh we're gonna get we're gonna have you do the line now, which i ta- told you earlier, uh which basically is hi, this is Paul Rudish, the hard director for Clone Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars on direct and uh after that, we'll finish the interview with you okay, so do so it now. Yeah, yeah, whenever you're ready.
10: <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, this is Paul Rudish, the art director from Clone Wars Cartoon, and you're listening to Star Wars Undirect.
7: That's perfect. On the first day, that's great. Right. Um, so, basically, right now we're going to close out the interview with you. Uh, before we... we Thank you very much for coming on the show. Is there anything that you'd like to promote for yourself? A uh, new cartoon coming out, maybe? A new season of Samurai Jack or something like that?
10: Um... No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we're, we're
10: working on a lot of development stuff right now, so... I don't have anything specifically exciting to tell anybody yet.
8: Okay. Well, we hope that you uh, we have a third season of Clone Wars. Me too. <laughs> and thank you very much for being with us on the show.
7: Sure. Uh, stay with us. We're going to close up with our fans right now. Okay. And we'll be right back with you. So, thank you very much, everyone at home, for being so patient with us and staying on so late uh, with our guest, uh, none other than Paul Rudish from uh, Cartoon Network's The Heart Director. Uh, this is Kit Fisto. Bye-bye now. Lunatic. Hello and Sebastian Real uh, Mites, saying goodbye, good night. see you next time, May sixteenth on star wars sign direct uh, when we'll be talking about uh, something interesting that you will be wanting to take a look at on the website because we haven't, it's still to be determined. <laughs> we have to confirm some stuff before we bring you a nice surprise. Uh, of course, we're still looking for people to, uh, represent us at any conventions in the major conven- convention circuit in the U.S. You can send us an email with the title SWD correspondent at Studio at SWDCorrespondent. S.W.E.N.Direct.com uh, If you have any comments on the show Or that you would like to make a suggestion For upcoming subjects Please send an email to the same address Studio at S.W.E.N.Direct.com uh, If you would like uh, If you like the show We suggest that you talk about it around yourself Word to Mouth is the best publicity we can have By our listeners I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors sitland.net, Um Legends action figures, simple netca Millennium Falcon. Uh, we also have uh, some other people that I'm going to thank as our partners: furryconflict.com, TrekWars, the furry conflict audio drama, which is out there right now, episode3.net, TheForce.net, your daily dose of Star Wars, Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target, and StarWarsFanWorks.com, the almost Star Wars fan audio, MillenniumFalcon.com. And, of course, our friends from Star Wars and Million, Millenniums and the uh, Fandom Menace. Go buy their, their DVD. It's That's awesome right. stuff. So, this is me saying, see you next time on Star Wars Undirect, the voice of Star Wars Fandom.
5: This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swanzehek.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars.
0: Citlon.net, c'est...
2: Les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la
0: tentation du côté Obscure. Cliquez sur le www.citelan.net.
2: Hi, this is Steve Sansweet, and you're listening to Star Wars Arm The So
3: Sir, if you'll not be meeting me, I'll close
0: down for a while.